Oklahoma. Huddle up. It's time to go inside the high school huddle on Hot 93.7 FM and streaming worldwide on GuthrieSportsPage.com. The high school huddle will take you where you want to go with coaches, players, your phone calls, texts, and tweets. Join the huddle and let's talk high school sports. here on Guthrie News Page. So glad to have you on this Wednesday night along with Casey Porter. Phil Nichols, I'm Chris Evans. We get set for week 15 of the high school football season. Three, no, four state championships on the line this week. A couple more next week as well. Two of them were last week, and so it is definitely that fun time of the season. Welcome aboard as we talk high school sports. We'll talk stuff off the field, on the field, and what we think coming up in the, in the next couple of weeks. Can we start with the important thing? Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Casey's back. He's back. <laughs> Glad I, to be back. I appreciate you guys uh, letting me hop on board and, and get to broadcast this weekend. Very excited about, I believe, this broadcast crew is doing the audio for the 5A game. Is that correct? Of course, you're doing all the production for the video part of it for all the other games. But uh, the audio part of it will be uh, this crew, so I'm very excited to jump back in and uh, feet first like we used to be, right? Yeah, this is a lot of fun. And I, I, what I like about this the most is we can pick on him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can, go we, after we Chris. can gang up now. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I, whether he admits it or not, he likes to pout about it. Oh, no, he does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do want to point out <laughs> it didn't take long, didn't one it? development, <laughs> one new development, Casey, since he's been on the air. Jeff yes. Chappell. Oh, okay. We all know oh, Jeff. Oh, is yes. he? Uh, oh, yeah. Hi, Chris. Um, Good evening, Mr. Chappell. Hope you're doing well. Jeff has gotten even meaner than he oh, used okay. to be in his advanced age. He he's very uh, he, he's just not very nice. So the only person he'll talk to is Chris Evans, the star of the show. I bet he talks to Casey. Okay. I don't do all that fancy stuff. So there you go. I'll, I'll leave it up to you for that. Oh, Facebook broadcasts faster than Tube. That's as incorrect. I'm watching. Well, I mean, I'm just telling you, your number one fan, Greg Gibson, said. Facebook broadcasts faster than Tube as I'm watching both. Mm, uh-huh. I don't think that's uh, well, possible. Refresh so, your screen. So, so basically, if you're wanting to watch on your big screen, YouTube's better. Absolutely. If you're wanting to watch on your phone or your tablet, then probably Facebook's better. I think so, Facebook's, so we got it all covered, right? I think Facebook's better because the first woman I loved other than my wife or than my mother, Melissa, Missy, Man, Missy is watching from California, and she's a Facebooker, so that's – that's good enough. For Fantastic. Me. My yeah, sister's no. good friend had a wee bit of a crush on Miss Missy. As I was, <laughs> as I say, Facebook has a different, has a further reach, but uh, YouTube is a better quality, uh, quicker, all that good stuff. So all right. easier to comment on Facebook. Uh, yeah, you gotta have it well, for us old people. Right, 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 right. 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 Well, uh, last week we had our 6A state championship games. We'll talk about those here in a little bit. Jinx beats Edmond Santa Fe 41-14, and Bixby takes down Choctaw 17-14. Ooh, what a game. But we, I guess well, I guess the first thing I'd like to bring up tonight is, uh, you know, the uh, after the celebration of the Jinx Edmond Santa Fe, there was pictures taken and put on social media and, of um, the Jinx, the Jinx uh, student body celebrating and, of course, um, the social distance thing came up. A lot of students not wearing their mask. Um, it, was, uh, it prompted a, uh, a apology from Jinx High School. It, um, uh, it, it prompted a press conference for uh, David Jackson, executive director of the OSSAA. And uh, so um, just a lot of back and forth on that. Uh, UCO limited the seating to 6,000 people, and UCO also had the uh, on the seats. It had it separated of where you can't see here, can't sit here. Obviously, 
uh, the Jinx student body did not do that. And, and the other student bodies did as well. Jinx had a huge, huge student, student yeah. uh, body there uh, on Saturday. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I remember going over to my shoulder and telling you, Phil, this is going to, this is, this is, we'll see this again. This is coming back here. I think uh, I the words prom- were, oh boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look over there. Yeah. And, and so it, it definitely did. So yeah. uh, OSSA is going to uh, look to uh, be a little bit more forceful as, as well as the school's of the, of the I mean, were they going to hire people? Or are they going to, I mean, what? I guess UCO police. Or I mean, I, here's, here's, here's the deal with that. And you talked about our school board earlier today, and obviously they'll know quite a bit about this is, you can't stop life. I mean, you just can't stop living, right? And 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 you you need to have things continue to move on. So you do the best that you can to make them as safe as possible. And I think people have done that. Now there are some unfortunate uh, incidents that 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 maybe you can't stop. But but from an OSSAA perspective, I, I don't know that. Well, what do you what do you want what them do you to want do? Them to do? I you mean, want them to go run? You want, you want them to go run people out of the stadium? You want to take a state championship away from a Jinx program? I mean, I, I, it's it's a tough it's a tough scenario to be in. I I think everybody is trying to do the best to walk that fine line between trying to continue on and and have as much experience in life as you can while staying safe. Yep. And and sometimes it's just impossible not to hop over that that border, and it's unfortunate. But I don't really know that there's a solution to it. Well, this is what I will say. Um, being up there uh, all last year, uh, again this year, doing production, calling games for the state championships, the OSSAA has done a fabulous job. Yeah. And I've been quick in the past. No, no, if no. I don't no, agree, no. I mean, I'll, I'll, if, I don't, if I don't agree with something they do, I'm not afraid to say that. I don't know what more they can do. It, it comes down to personal responsibility at some point. Um, if, if you, if you've marked where people can and can't set, if you've told people face coverings, so the, your only other option then PA announcements and P, announcements on the absolutely. video boards as well on the so, video board. So, so your only other option then, I guess is to what take law enforcement and take administrators and they're going to have to go police throughout the ball game, I guess, or not have the event, That's or not my, have the uh, event. Right. And hey. so I thought it was a, che- I mean, this is my opinion. I thought it was a cheap shot at the OSSAA. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was I thought it was silly, um, but you know some people are just looking to create a story. And here's the other part of that is, okay, you're down on the field without face coverings, which isn't good. I'm not saying that that's that's a good thing to do, right. correct? Oh, it's they but, said to wear face coverings, yeah, but, or suggested, but, but, yeah. right? Right. But you don't have to be on the field, do you? I mean, that's a personal choice to go down there on the field with all the other people. But this is what I want to tell you. you know, I mean, do you see what I'm saying, though? But I don't remember kids on the field after the game. No, they, you cannot go on the field. They weren't on the field. Yeah, they were. They stayed in the stands. The, what happens the is the like, players went to the yeah, stands. Like every state title that Guthrie ever the won. The point here, being is, Guthrie, you don't have to be in the middle of that crowd. No, you what, don't what, have to be. You know, the, the players ran to their friends that were in the stands with the gold ball, like every team does, and celebrated with their classmates. So I want to point something out too. D- does Does Jenny Carlson really believe that these kids? This is the only time they've been that close together since all this started. I mean, there's just a lack of common sense in my point, my view. So either tell them they can't come or move on. You're not saying it's okay. You're just saying no, that there's certain – No, that's not okay. I yeah, mean, right. I mean – I mean, I'm not – I mean, we all got to be careful. We all know that. But at the end of the day, what do you, what do you expect the OSSAA to do? Correct. <laughs> I mean, go put kids in headlocks and drag them well, out of the stadium? Cancel I mean, events. What, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just – it's. It, I thought it was a I cheap shot. I would agree with that. I thought it was a cheap shot. 
by yeah. the Oklahoma. Yeah. So we'll see how – hopefully it all goes well. And those are usually your most attended games, your uh, highest attended games, usually six A games. And uh, they they allotted each school 2,500 tickets, and 6,000 total in a 10,000 stadium. Uh, they, did, they did not sell out for that game. And also uh, in the south end zone, there's those big hills yeah. out there. Yeah. And those yeah. were packed. I mean, right. they were, I mean, they were spread out. People, and they were spread out. And they were spread out. Absolutely. And, I, you know – um, I saw a couple of reporters saying there wasn't very many people. The t- both times, I, you know, the times I looked out there, I saw a lot of people out on the hill uh, away from each other. They if, said there wasn't very many what now? People out on the hills. They were packed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, spaced out, packed, yeah. I mean, so. I did, yeah. Sp- I mean, they were, they were, right. They were packed while social distancing. Right, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I mean, I think what the school districts have done, what the school boards have done this year, what the student bodies have done, I mean, think about this, and, and I'll talk locally where we live in Guthrie. Those kids lost four games this year because yeah, of COVID. Right. Four games. Now, that's school losing four weeks of gate. Yeah. Four weeks of concession. Sure. Four weeks of all this stuff. And I think everybody in this state, from what I've seen, and I'm including Jinx in this, okay? I mean, I they could have done better, but Jinx immediately owned it. They did what they could, you know. I mean, you're you talk about a fine balancing act, and I just no doubt. Was, I just thought it was very arrogant for the Oklahoma and specifically Jenny Carlson to sit there and call out the OSAA the way she did. You I know, thought it, it was it, arrogant. it's kind of as a coach, and obviously I am one. Um, whenever people come to you with criticisms or problems that something's okay, I understand that that, that you don't like the way that this she is going. She wasn't even at the game, but but right. Okay, so tell me what the solution is. Yep. Exactly. So unless you have a solution. We're not going to discuss, you know, we're not, I'm not going to sit here and just listen to you complain about one thing after the other without a solution to it. So right. unless you have a solution, uh, let's move on to the next topic, right? Hey, speaking of the next topic real quick, uh, the, there's been a name change to the show. It's now referred to, according to Ryan Cotting, fine, outstanding citizen of Guthrie, <laughs> Oklahoma. Uh, welcome to the Phil, Casey, and Chris show. Oh. <laughs> Good job. Uh, Good job, Ryan. Good job. It's taken... 47 years. But he did a, a fantastic job installing our scoreboard, by the well, way. Well, he's, he's – It was like yeah. eight degrees the three yeah. days that they yeah. did it. And uh, I don't want him to know this, but I kind of like him. I mean, I don't want him And to he was out in it the whole time. So. Oh, no, no. He's hands-on. I'm, I'm putting you on the spot because you're going to have to brag on him. Uh, gonna, someone had to supervise. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, boy. <laughs> guess that's why it's the Phil Casey uh, and Chris there you go. <laughs> uh, I love that scoreboard. Hey, uh, let's real quick talk about the 6A1 game. we got a lot to talk about. We're going to uh, dive into the 5A state championship game with Carl Albert McGinnis. We're also going to dive into the Class A state championship mm, game with Cashin. Mm, mm, mm. And so we got yeah. a lot of great stuff going on here, but we do want to skim over – uh, what semifinal we, game. Semi, I was going to say semifinal. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Cash and State yeah. semifinal yeah. game. How yeah. good are those going to be? Wow. Ooh, those final yeah. four, Man. as expected, are, are there. But uh, uh, Edmund said, hey, boy, they take the opening kickoff. Angelo <laughs> Rankin goes 86 yards and like, here we go. West side. Hasn't been <laughs> yeah. done since 1995. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be a good day. Come on, <laughs> For the West side, the Wolves are, fifth, yeah, are, are, yeah, are yeah. four blocks from their high school. Uh, They're feeling good. And then Jinx. Uh, yeah, then the worst you know, pack got funny dispersed. you say that. We're, you know, normally the shows on on KSBI ninety three point seven, and, and Rex Holt, our dear friend, uh-huh. is uh, uh, the wrestling and baseball play by play guy for OSU. And about ten years ago, in Frank Anderson's term, we're playing Texas, and they've got you know stud after stud after stud, and and he's going over the you know he's so good at going over the nine inning recap of the game, mm-hmm. and he can just do it by memory. And it's, right, it's amazing, and he. And he goes, uh, Co- Coach Rainwater and I were listening. We just laughed all the way home. And and he's going over the first inning how OSU scored one run. And he's going through how OSU scored. And he goes, 
And after that, it was all Longhorns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That reminded me of this every time I see a game like that where an underdog team comes out with their hair on fire, and then all of a sudden, you're getting – this Rankin kid, though, that took the opening kickback mm-hmm. had an unbelievable he game. Did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did it in all three phases of the game. He caught the ball. He he ran the ball. He returned special teams. He played defense. Yeah. I mean, this kid was everywhere. I, for me, I was most impressed with him yeah. on the field that day as an individual player. Yeah. Played his heart out. Yeah. Santa Fe got that 7-0 lead. Jinx scores 2,400 points. And then uh, Jinx scored a touchdown about nine minutes left in the third quarter, and everyone knew – at yeah, that point, it, yeah. it was ball game. Angela right. Rankin. Um, hey, Phil, who did Jinx beat in the semifinals? I, I can't recall. You don't remember? Okay. Uh, we've, we've moved on from the uh, oh, okay. second longest win streak. I don't care about anybody. Yeah, 11 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you get one chance. One chance. I brought them a state title, and they they were – you did floor. bring him a state title, Thank didn't you, Casey? Yeah, he, and you were you went faced way, adversity all year. All year. You you faced it head yeah. on. Yeah. I mean it are you picking I'm Alabama proud, to win? I'm, I'm Alabama win the national championship too? You going well, out, no, no, no. Wait no. a minute. When, Phil, when on Phil got on I the Owasa, him, I picked him in preseason. Yeah, he got on the train before they had preseason. won anything. See, I'm glad See how this you're works. here. See how this works? Do you pick Alabama in the preseason as no. well? Oh, okay. No, I want I want Nick Saban to lose every game he coaches. So are you surprised like the Yankees and Dodgers when they win the World Series? No. No? Okay. Wish it was. So, Jinx, uh, boy, they've won now 17 state championships. And so uh, there you go. So, 6A2 game uh, was a good one. 17-14 final there. Bixby over Choctaw. Uh, Braylon Presley. Pretty good. Uh, 33 carries, I think, a little over 200 yards. And I'll get them here exact numbers in a second. But uh, I told you, Phil. I told you, I told you. you did. I watched that Stillwater Choctaw game. It was one of the, it was Stillwater Choctaw, still yeah. the best game I've watched all year yeah. well, long. But I said they'd score 21 points and they, and they scored 17, so I was close. Yeah. The Choctaw Back is a group that, uh, <laughs> of course, they beat my Pioneers. Uh, but they are a group that, from an offensive perspective, the schematics that they put out there on the offensive side of the ball are high level. Yeah. I mean, they. they, they they're like a motion offense in basketball. No matter how you rotate defensively, no matter how you line down to it, they have an answer for everything. Every, they don't run plays. They run concepts, which means it's an either-or type deal, right. meaning either you do this or I do that. So it doesn't matter what you do defensively. Their quarterback always makes you wrong. And so uh, it, it reminds me a lot of what McGinnis does in the sense that uh, – you know, they, they read everything defensively and they make it to where no matter what you do defensively, uh, you can't be right. And so, you know, I know Stillwater had fits with it and, and uh, Choctaw had a tremendous year. They had athletes all over the field. They had tremendous offensive scheme. Uh, gave it their best run at it, but came up a little bit short. And yeah, Jake, it wasn't that long ago that Choctaw wasn't very good at football. No, so, no, no, I mean, no, Jake Corbin, the head coach there, yeah. uh, won a couple times with Carl yeah. Albert as a as a player there, and so uh, he's brought a he's brought a really good attitude to that program. Yeah. And and uh, again, six uh, eight two came out came about in two thousand fourteen. Choctaw, obviously one of those uh, teams that have excelled uh, as of late. Uh, with the uh, smaller class. And Choctaw is one of those bedroom-type communities that, you know, of course, I'm a baseball coach, and when I think of that area, I think of baseball first, or wrestling. Uh, but it's one of those communities to where if you actually do get it going, when people move to the Oklahoma City area from from wherever, whenever they get a job in the city area, they have their choice of anywhere to live, right? 
And so if you have a reputation of having this or that or this or that, you could really get a ball rolling because you get all these people that move in and they choose your district instead of maybe a Carl Albert or instead of yeah, maybe a Dell City. Chaltal butts right. up right against Correct. that Middale School Correct. District. So, so that area has a lot of potential, which the better Choctaw gets, the better it becomes for Hera because then Hera gets a bunch of kids maybe in Choctaw that don't get, you know. So, I mean, it, it that's an area of the world that, that really is as – exploded in the last uh, 20 years that has a lot of potential. Well, Chalkwell's well, Ch- got the quarterback, too. Uh, still, yeah. Walsall, he was uh, yeah, you know, he, he 17 of 26 passing. Did have two interceptions, 324 yards, and a lot of this Chalkwell roster is yeah. coming back next year. Yeah. And a lot of the Bixby roster is yeah. coming yeah. back. I mean, they're both got a lot of sophomores on the club, a lot of juniors, but talk about Steele for a second. First of all, what a name. Yeah, Great no football doubt. name. Yeah. But 6'3", probably 6'3", 6'4", yeah. yeah. big, strong sophomore kid uber competitive i mean he's yeah. smart oh very smart but i mean uber competitive yeah, no doubt. i mean he he is where he's probably gonna have to learn how to control it a little bit because more. they yeah. turn into turnovers yeah. he's gonna have to control his emotion <laughs> yeah, but, right. but but you want him to harness it you don't yes, want him to correct. lose that because that's what makes him such a gamer i just kept looking at chris going holy smokes this kid is just a gamer yeah, i yeah. mean he just he just he just does not give up on a play, which can scare you because it can lead to turnovers. Because Absolutely. he tries to keep a play alive when he needs to go down, then he throws into coverage. He's like then, a high yeah. school Brett Favre is what he looked like. It reminds out there. me a lot just, of OSU's quarterback. What he, he well, tries yeah, to do. Yeah, he yeah. got sacked yeah. ten times too. Yeah, right. Trying to you know trying yeah. to make Absolutely. something happen. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you end yeah. up fumbling because but, you're getting you know that kind of stuff. But but Chris told me the week before because I made the grand statement that this was Bixby's. Let's go ahead and mail him the trophy. We don't need to all get together. There's no way it's going to happen. Casey, I even said I'd grow my hair out if they lost Is that the game. humanly possible? Well, from halfway back, yes. It wouldn't be a good look. <laughs> and so, Are we promoting whew. a new hair-growing no, product no, now, no, or no, what's no. going on no, here? No, no, no. Okay. I, I felt pretty confident, and then Chris started preaching about this defense, and then we start the game. I looked at Chris, and I leaned over, and I said, should I part on the side or in the middle is what I asked him. But I was nervous. and I, I thought Bix- and score. I thought Bixby would roll in there and just browbeat him. Yeah. And let me tell you, that was one of the most entertaining mm-hmm. games I saw all year. I won't say it was one of the best games, best played games, although it was a good game, mm-hmm. but it was entertaining. I mean, it was a very, very Choctaw exciting game. was the, the 6A2 version of, of what I saw in 5A with Collinsville yes. in the sense that they used their offense to overwhelm you. And they score so much that they get your offense doing things you don't normally do, yeah. trying to keep up. And then you yeah. end up making mistakes trying to keep up with them, and then that makes their defense play better. Yeah. Those two teams, to me, kind of were, were mirror uh, mirror images of each other. As far as the the, the you know just kind of the, the uh, philosophy behind how they get you down in a game. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk Collinsville in our next segment. As, they were good. Uh, as the, we, Guthrie obviously had them within the week. Uh, last week, uh, Carl Albert had their chance at them, and, uh, that was definitely by far the best, the second best team that Carl ever played this year. That was Bixby. a frustrating game if you're a Collinsville fan, because literally they moved the ball up and down the field. Then you finally claw your way back. You had some bad things happen. You're down ten. You got down seventeen twice. You're down ten. You have the ball on Carl Albert's side of the field, and then just an absolute fluke interception. Uh, for a return gets you down 17 again when it looks like you're getting ready to only go down three. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if Collinsville just scores right there and it's a three-point game the way that they're moving the ball up and down the field, 
game on. Yeah. You know, so it was it was it was a very frustrating night if you were a Collinsville Cardinal fan because you felt like you could really could have won that game. Yeah. And we'll get to Collinsville next segment. Uh, finish up the Bixby game, Bixby Choctaw game. Braylon Presley, who I yeah. my vote would be the player of the year in Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, Braylon finished uh, with thirty three carries, two hundred and ten yards. It felt like he had forty five yards. Well, that was the whole thing in yeah. the first half. We're sitting there going, man, One they touchdown. Did, they did a great job containing yeah, him. Right. Man, they're really shutting him down. We looked at the deal, 185 yards. Well, it took because it took, him, carry. <laughs> it took him that many carries to do it. Yeah. So it, it wasn't like he was going for 18, 19, 25. But think about spectac- it, 30, 30-some carries, he's still averaging over six yards a carry. 6.2. Cor- correct. <laughs> correct. But for right. a guy like him, you're expecting him to do this well, and, then, right. and then break one for 80 about every third run. Right. right. And, that, you know, so. and he did. And he broke, he broke a couple, and I'll tell you, when I knew this defense, because that's what Chris mm-hmm. was bragging about was the Choctaw defense. Yeah. If there was two kids that, that Presley's breaking down the sideline, and you're yeah. going, okay, he's gone, took absolute perfect angles to him yeah. and could run. Yeah. One was that number two kid's going to OU, pretty good athlete himself. Yeah. Took a perfect angle and caught him. Didn't run him down from behind. Yeah. Took the perfect angle. Right. Although Had to, yeah. Yeah. Pursuit but, drill. So I'm just telling you, Choctaws – Whatever they're doing in Choctaw, whatever's in the water, keep doing it because it's working. It's called Jimmy's and Joe's, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Choctaw finishes 9-4 on the year. Two losses to Bixby yeah. on there. I, I'm going so. to bring this back up with you, and I, I know you've reversed course on this, but Choctaw is um, – they're a product of not having 32 teams in 6A anymore. Yeah. 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 Meaning if you're still having to defeat Jinx, yeah, yeah. Broken Arrow, then you don't get any of those kids to move into the district. Yep. You don't get any of those kids to even come out. Yep. And because now you have a chance to actually compete, you can take a place like Choctaw and you can convince kids to come out. You can convince parents to move into your community because now you have a chance to do what they did this year. Yeah, I was very hard when they opened that up. I was sarcastic about it. I was critical of the decision. I've told, I've told Chris. 6AJV. <laughs> yeah, 6AJV. I've told Chris those, over the last few years, I think it's the best thing that's happened to high school football in the state of Oklahoma. And, of course, me graduating from Stillwater, as soon yeah. as they said it, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, goodness. So Bixby has won. Uh, 6A2 has start, started in 2014. So yeah. that is seven seasons of two, uh, 6A2. Bixby's won six of them, and and it well, but it took. But what I'm saying to is, win seven next year. It took, yeah. it took a place like Choctaw four to five years in a six A two setting yeah, right. to build up depth, to build up reputation enough to get kids that they can compete like that. I'll with. say it right now, and I'm going to offend my our friends in Stillwater. Barring major injury, we saw a preview of next year's state championship game. I fully expect Bixby and Choctaw to be back there next year. Yep, it'll be it'll just athletes. Court. And I'll tell you. It, Every level, but especially the the lower level you go, uh, when you have the guy at quarterback yeah. that can make everything go, you're tough to beat. Because tough to beat. First of all, you're probably not going to give the game away by turning the ball over a lot, right, because your quarterback makes the right decision. And then you put that with a double whammy of not only does the kid not turn the ball over, he also makes plays on the other end of it. Right. Uh, you, you know, it's, that's very tough to match at a high school level because not everybody has that amount of skill. Right, right. And, and and the other thing that stands out when you watch a day of six A one and six A two football, the depth, the severe difference between six yeah. A football and five A football. Yeah. yeah, I mean it is 
miles yeah. of difference between the two. Mm-hmm. I think part of that, too, is that, that 6A team spread the field a little more and throw the ball yeah, around. No yeah, doubt. It's, no it's, doubt. It's more of a college-looking game. No doubt. Whereas 5A, Grind it out. we're going to have tight ends. We're going to have fullbacks. Yeah. We're going to run the ball. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to, you know. And we've talked so about I, that. If you're I, a 5A think, team that can spin it, you're at an advantage. Collinsville. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're right. at an advantage. Well, even like like the Tarman kid at McGinnis, not a great passer. He's not going to go. He's not going to play quarterback at all no. in college. No. Threw for over 2,000 yards. Good numbers, year. great numbers. And, and he's not a great passer. But he was able to throw one because, obviously, because they were able to run better and they got matchups in the secondary because of that. But, two, just simply because 5A defenses don't see that. I mean, they, they don't see guys like, like, like the, the Taft kid at running back being able to swing out of the backfield yeah, and catch yeah. a pass. And guys just throwing fades and going up and well, catching balls. And where it really stood out to us is we went over and watched Carl Albert play Bixby. Mm-hmm. And we were on the sideline, the Bixby sideline, during the game. Mm-hmm. And it took all of about a half a second to go, ooh, this one here is built a little different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because no no Carl Albert at the time had lost one game in 53 games, yeah. yep. 52 yep. games, and and a great, great high school yeah. football team. Right. I'm not being critical of Carl yeah. Albert, but it's just – it's it's visible well, to the eye. The speed of the game is so different. And if Carl it's Albert so had to different. play that schedule, and oh, yeah. then then they probably would look like that too. Yeah. They would adapt yeah. to it. Yeah. You know, over I mean, time. Over time, but, but <laughs> like no, Choctaw. But but yeah. you know, yeah, but the yeah, difference. Exactly. But the difference is this: the big boys up front did not look the same. I oh, mean, I, I don't disagree. I, mean, I don't and disagree. there's a lot more depth, and there's all that just with enrollment and numbers. But but I <laughs> Which, will but I will tell you that we'll, defense, we'll get into the, the that, schema, defense, yeah. that defensive line for Bixby looked like a small college defensive line. Yep, they I are. I mean, they're, they're they're freaks. I mean, they're absolute freaks. So well, well what what was the college team about five years ago? To where uh, I remember the announcer said it. I, I texted you. The announcer said, if you just take this team right here <laughs> and everybody on this team becomes a college team, you yeah. don't change – they're going to be ranked like number 25. I mean, just these kids, if you put them in a yeah. – I mean, because they were that talented. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're saying is yeah. is if you put – these kids are so talented that if you just leave them together and put them in a weight condition, they, it, it almost becomes like a college team because well, they, they're used to playing together. They have that kind of – of, of meshing unit together, and, and they have enough depth to where they can compete. They can provide competition. I practice. guarantee you Bixby, and I'll speak to them because we saw them more this year, so yeah. I know more about them. But right. I guarantee you on this Bixby team, if you look at the starters, okay, if you look at the 22 starters just in the two primary, the offensive defense side of the ball, I guarantee out of those 22 kids, there's 13 of those kids that could play college football somewhere. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're I mean, they're just – I mean, listen. And you, if you took the whole team, even the kids that can't play in college, and then you put them on, say, it is oh, be a great, great team. They'd still be a good <laughs> team. That's what yeah. I'm saying, no, yeah. Great right. high school football That's players. how talented they yeah, are. No we doubt. need to take our break, our first break of the, of the show here. Oh, it goes as fast as hour in radio. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we go, when we go over an hour, when we're, we're on our YouTube feed yeah. here. But uh, also, <laughs> if you're wondering, yes, Bixby is in 6A2 for at least one more year. And then they'll win titles in 6A1. Then they'll start winning titles in 6A1. So which 5A team moves up then? Well, Enid will gladly move down to six eight two. Okay, like, okay, they, yeah. They would gladly move Rashawn down. Rashawn Woods, yeah. yeah, yeah. They would gladly move down to six eight two and get rid of Jinx and Owasso so they can play 
Chaltal. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 No, you know what? It's fun playing them. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a good game. All right. <laughs> Stillwater and Enid was such a huge rival, Runos. In the, in the 80s and 90s, that was such oh, a huge rival. Oh, the good old days. And Enid can join Ponca City again. And <gasps> God, Enid was good. Yeah, okay. Late 70s, early 80s. Greatest time oh, in the history of the game. Enid was so good back then. Yeah. Uh, PJ. Pat- yeah, the Fleece kit, Mike Fleece, and the the PJ Mills kid that mm-hmm. went to OU. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Linebacker went to OU. Lydell, I think it's last night. Yeah, uh, Lydell Card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too yeah. Bad. You know what's funny? The, the funny area story, and this was just a happenstance. Okay, I think you remember the last time we did a game in Enid. I do. And every <laughs> light bulb in the and you know they have all these all staters and they yeah. have names on them, right? Yeah, right. Every <laughs> single one of them was dark. Except and the one. only one that still had lights on him was Light Car. And rightfully so. And <laughs> rightfully so. Absolutely. Right, right, right. <laughs> I remember in 1983, my dad had not made the Big 8 yet. Uh-huh. Okay, back, I think it was 1982, actually. Uh, we went to, to Marshall, Oklahoma. I got to hang out with my cousins. Uh, my dad went and refereed a, ref, uh, a football game in Enid. Okay. He came back that night, picked us back up in Marshall, and he said, boys, I saw the best high school ba- football player I've ever seen in my wow. life. Wow. I said, what's his name? He says, Lydell Carr. Yeah, your dad's seen he a said, few. He said, remember that name. <laughs> your dad's seen a few. <laughs> okay, first break. Uh, Pastor Josh is on here. Yeah. He, 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 I saw something about him talking about no love for Chris. Well, now, it was, uh, now, <laughs> now, when did this – when did this when, when did love start for Chris? Yeah, I, mean, well, it was, uh, I mean, he's the one that started all this. I think uh, what he's uh, referring to – let me – because I want to get well, this right. Uh, Phil and Chris – Josh, um, Phil, and Chris. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we, uh, I guess we're still sponsored by Generations Church. Our <laughs> 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 title sponsor this year on the High School Huddle is Generations Church. We invite you to uh, to, to uh, check out their website. They're also on Facebook. Uh, just uh, search them. You can find them there. And uh, we appreciate Generations Church all season long here on the High School Huddle. Take a time out. Come back with more, including – we're going to break down Carl Albert and Bishop McGinnis. No, it's not a rerun. This Whoa. is a, it's a, it's a different Rinse year. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, Rinse and repeat. It's, it's, all right. This is the High School Huddle here on Guthrie News Page. At Generations Church, we exist to love God, love people, and serve both well. We're a multi-generational, multi-culture church that believes in being a light to our city and our region. At Generations, we don't believe that church can be put in a box. We're a church that accepts all people from all walks of life, young, old, rich, and poor, and you will feel well. Welcome at Generations. Join us at 10 a.m. every Sunday at 2524 West Noble in Guthrie, America. You can also join us at generationsguthrie.online.church. Today I'm sharing Golden Chick with the world. Are you ready to taste Golden Chick for the first time? 100% tenderloin. That's where the Golden Tenders come from. Marinated for 24 hours. It is amazing. And we also got the rolls made fresh. It feels like they were just baking. You know why it feels that way? They were. Every time I go, I let to get extra okay. rolls, so I love it. Mm-hmm. We are being kind of photobombed right now by the one and only Clucky. Have you met Clucky the chicken? Don't get too starstruck. He's just a regular guy. One taste and you're golden. He's on Tender. That's like a chicken dating app. Sometimes you need immediate care and can't get in to see your doctor during regular hours. With Mercy Convenient Care in Guthrie, you can walk in without an appointment and get the medical attention you need at a lower cost and with shorter waiting time than your local emergency room. The Mercy Convenient Care is located at 2919 South Division. For any concerns, call 405-282-6301. Services are provided by Mercy Hospital Logan County. Choose Guthrie. Choose Mercy. Aspen Roofing is a family-owned roofing company with more than 20 years of experience and achievements across Oklahoma. 
Aspen Roofing takes pride in the personal service we provide on each job, and we strive to maintain the highest level of quality while offering our customers a reasonable price. It is our commitment to help you understand the process of getting a new roof from start to finish. Call Robbie Hudson for a free roofing estimate at 405-562-0026. Exxon was founded by two combat-proven veterans to help businesses grow from mediocre to exceptional. We know from experience that your culture and trust throughout the organization drive superior performance. Most business owners focus on the urgent rather than the important. They are just struggling to survive. The team at Exxon helps owners identify challenges, build solutions, and focus on growth. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you? If not, we can help. We are Exxon. Hey, you in the third row. Yes, you. When was your last dental checkup? Dr. Lewis Turney and his staff provide dental care in a fun, relaxing environment. Still not convinced? Prefer to sleep through your appointment? No problem. We can do that, too. Our staff can ensure you have a relaxing experience no matter what. Got kids? Hey, so do we. Come see what all the moms are talking about. Our kid-friendly staff loves to provide care to even the tiniest of teeth. Give us a call today. We've got the whole family covered. Give Dr. Lewis Turney a call at 282 For centuries, it was a windswept prairie until the run of 89 saw settlers scramble for land and life in a newborn town as Oklahoma's territorial capital, Guthrie. Bank First is loyal to the preservation movement that reclaimed Oklahoma's first state capital. And we're loyal to the banking legacy born at the corner of First and Oklahoma streets. Bank First. Loyal to Oklahoma. Loyal to you. Welcome back to the High School Huddle. Join the huddle yourself and let us know your thoughts by calling our toll-free number at 1-800-897-3678 or simply tweet us by using the hashtag OKHSHuddle. Now let's get back in the huddle and talk high school sports. Here on Guthrie News Page. Glad you have us here on this Wednesday night. Casey Porter, Phil Nichols, Chris Evans with you. Segment number two of the show. We're going to dive into Class 5A football. Let's and, do it. And uh, you know what? This is a matchup. Uh, we'll talk about the semi games here, but uh, uh, it is. Bishop McGinnis taking on the Carl Albertines for the 5A state mm-hmm. championship. This will be the fourth time in the past five years that these two teams have played in the title game. More on that here in a little bit. But uh, Carl Albert t- took on Collinsville, guys. Collinsville made the trip. Uh, uh, Carl Albert was the one seed at 5A2, and uh, Collinsville was the number one seed at 5A4. Yeah, 5A4. And so they had to flip a coin. Had to flip yeah. a coin to see who was going to host. And, of course, Carl Albert and might as well, well win the coin toss. everything. Yeah. Might as well win the coin toss. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and they both have turf, so it didn't really matter I me mean, right, from that perspective. Right. Yeah. Uh, Collinsville's turf's too shiny. It's it, it's shiny. Weird. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look good on TV. It I does. Can tell you it doesn't yeah. look good in person either. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I no, mean, it doesn't look good in person. Remember when Nebraska, shiny like my head? You remember when oh, Nebraska yeah. put Same in their, their, yes. the first time yeah. they put in that field turf? That's mm-hmm. what it reminded me yeah, of. It just no, didn't exactly. look right. Yeah. It looks like it's been raining and yeah, it's wet. It's right. glistening or whatever. But it looks slippery. I want to let everybody know the great offensive coordinator, former offensive Scott coordinator. Scott Mick, yeah. Scott Mick has joined us. Is he playing video games right now? So his new everybody okay, get, yeah. your, get your P's and Q's right because we got a pro uh, on the show now. Absolutely. Got a pro. He was just a fantastic, fantastic. offensive coordinator. Speaking of absolutely. pros, Carl Albert um, wins oh it 45-28 yeah. at the Palace on Post Road. Uh, it was a lot closer than that. I'm telling yes. you, Collinsville had some things go wrong for him in the first half. They got behind 17 twice. 
and they really got their mojo going after halftime. They got it down to 10. They got the ball back. They're on the march. Yep. And then they just have a just unfortunate, just unlucky break. Uh, that goes back for quite so instead you'd of being to, three. You didn't have to tell me about it. I wasn't somehow yeah. able to log <laughs> no, we're in. Not going there anymore. Yeah. So instead of it being instead of it being three, now it's seventeen again, and that kind of bursts their bubble. Although they continue to score even after that, but I'm just telling you right now, Carl Albert is glad they don't have to play that game again because it just kind of got you know. I think it took Collinsville a little bit to get adjusted to Carl Albert's speed. Then once they did in the second half, they were poised to come back and possibly win that game. But it was going to take everything to fall right. Sure. It just didn't quite do it. Sure. Just, just an easy yeah. up. Uh, just watching it. Uh, just watching it without digging too far into it. Collinsville can never get within one score. They just it was all that's ten points. They tell just couldn't. Just that, couldn't that's get, what I'm trying to yeah, tell you. They were yeah. getting ready to, right. and they then just, the turnover happened. Yeah. And just if they would have scored on that drive and made it a three point game, yeah. Of course, they couldn't really stop Carl Albert and and the running game or really much of anything Carl Albert was doing. So Carl Albert may have came right back down and scored, made it ten again. Who knows? Right. But if they could have made it three on that drive, I believe it was right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I think they might have had a chance to win that game, but that was pretty much the death nail. For of course, them. Collinsville last uh, the week before that beat Guthrie forty one twenty four. It was What's a twenty seven quarterback's name. It was a twenty seven twenty four ball game. Right. Uh, uh, Collinsville's quarterback, uh, the running back, is Gilkey. Yes, is it Barnes? Hmm. Uh, I'll get it here in a second. Um, that dude Carney. can play. Uh, Carney, that, that kid's good. Is he a junior. He's a, yeah. I'm telling you right now, they're all coming back. If I were to ask you who the fastest team in five A is, who would you say? That I've seen. Yeah. Well, you haven't – no, in 5A. You haven't seen Carl Albert. But wouldn't you agree that Carl Albert's I probably the fa- – I saw Carl Albert. Are they the fastest team in 5A? Yeah. And I'm telling you, this kid was running away from, from Carl yeah. Albert on several different occasions. That kid can play. The, yeah. the cons- I mean, I there were times where he was untackled. He, they couldn't yeah. tackle him. I think he's just a sophomore. That, kid, that kid's a stud, man. I was totally impressed with him. They have great scheme. They have great pull scheme. They have – you know, they, they remind you a lot of McGinnis in the sense that everything obviously revolves around their quarterback. Their quarterback, everything, nothing is predetermined. Their quarterback is reading somebody on the defensive side of the ball every play. And he makes the defense wrong every time by by making good decisions. And and then he's athletic and, and good behind that. So, I mean, that Collinsville offense is tough. Well, and they they brought in a coordinator for the first yeah. uh, his first year to be a coordinator uh, at Collinsville. And I, if I remember my game notes when, when Guthrie played Collinsville, I think Collinsville uh, so the, in 2019 had one yeah. passing touchdown all season long. And then Collinsville this year had at least one passing touchdown in every single game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kevin Jones, that has been there 11 years at Collinsville, has done a great job of building that program. He took over, and they were, you know, the first couple of years were a ho-hum. But of course, he, two years ago they had Boomer, so they yeah, were throwing to him and, some. And right. so that, that program has continued to get better and better yeah. and better, and they might, they'll be one of the favorites uh, to be in this situation again next year. Uh, but, uh, you know, they – you just the the ability to throw the football yeah. or to run enough it, enough. enough you yeah. don't have to i mean you don't have to, to to be mike leach air raid but you have to be much like mcginnis what makes them so dangerous is that tarman's not necessarily a great passer but he can throw the ball well enough and he has a couple of targets that are good enough including his running back they incorporate on the backfield to where you can't just key in on him. Yeah. Once you do, their, you know, you're, you're matching up outside that you're going to lose defensively, and so they can throw the ball well enough to, to keep you off balance. Right, and I know we're going to break down tar- the McGinnis 
game, so I'll hold my thoughts on Tarman but I, for that time. But the numbers he put up, which we'll talk about he's here shortly, school records. are unbelievable for this year. So I don't know how he's not getting any more offers. And well, I mean, I don't. You know, he got the preferred walk on at OSU. Yes. I know Navy's talking to him. I know there's. I know UCO offered him. Um, but I mean, he he's a phenomenal football player. What what, what do you think his foot speed is? What, what would you say? Uh, he's probably a four five five kid, probably. Yeah. So he's he's probably an inside receiver. Yeah, that's what I think. But he's a four five five, so it's yeah. one of those measurable type deals. And he can where make he, people miss. I, I mean, he uh, he's, Chris he's put it the good. best. Chris put it the best that I've heard of him. He said, "All I know is that I see a bunch of good athletes at the five A level, and none of them ever tackle." That's right. You're always leaning forward. Andrew Carney, you know? quarterback at college. Yeah, he's sophomore, good. right? That kid's I good. think that's right. Yeah, yeah. sophomore. Yeah, yeah. Yep. kid's good. So Carl Albert advances, and we'll talk about the Carl Albert McGinnis game here in a minute after we talk about McGinnis McAllister. Uh, and McAllister, oh, boy, oh, they wow. had that. You talk about Brian there. Pratt. You know, they were yeah. they were yeah. running or in state championship games yeah. just a few years ago. Brian Pratt leaves, goes yeah. to the coach out of state, and McAllister goes to like 0 and 10, 1 yeah. and 9 type season. They were bad, bad, yeah. bad. Yeah. And uh, new, coaches, uh, new coach comes in. And uh, gets a vic- an overtime victory over El Reno, and then almost pulled it off. They led most of the time. They led at halftime at McGinnis, and McGinnis throws a long pass down to Limber, who makes a great catch, and then scores to go ahead touchdown. Uh, less than a minute left in the game, yeah. and McAllister was a minute away from going back to the state championship. Yeah, that was that was a uh, that was a game to where you know McAllister about three different times had the lead with only a one score lead, and you're thinking, well, if McGinnis ever gets the ball back, yeah. you know, with a chance to win with any time on the clock, they're going to go down and win because Tarman's just too good. And McAllister just kept playing keep away. I mean, there were like two or three times where they get a holding penalty and be like second and twenty one. Yeah, and then their quarterback would just run around the edge and get. 13 yards and it'd be third and eight and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they'd get nine and they'd get a first down and you're going okay well they have to win now because i mean they've had three or four chances with penalties to not get a first down here to give the ball back to mcginnis and let mcginnis go win and they didn't do it and so that entire time i'm thinking well mcginnis you know they're going to pull something uh out of their hat and then whenever you kept seeing the quarterback kept running the ball and, and then they would complete a pass every now and then and kept getting first downs when McGinnis got the ball back with 40 seconds left and like 70 yards to go, I and knew then, it. I, I knew it was and coming. And then three <laughs> plays later, they still really hadn't done a whole yeah. lot. Yeah, You're, I didn't think it was going to happen. I, I did, but I, but, but, but <laughs> it surprised me. But when you have the best player in 5A, which I believe Tarman is, not most talented, best player, he'd be up there for you one think of the so? most talented too. Yeah, I mean he that kid's a freak athlete. I mean, I've seen him play defensive back. I've seen him play wide receiver. I've seen him play running back. I've seen him play um, quarterback, obviously. I've seen yeah. him return punts. I've seen him return kicks. Pretty sure he gets the water ready. Yeah. Well, no, so right. remember, the right. out. remember, he has to work on his punting. Punting. Yeah, he got to work on his punting yeah, yeah. a little bit. But, <laughs> we tease he had a bad yeah, punt. One, one, bad one bad punt. punt. One bad punt. We found something that right. he couldn't do very yeah. But the kid, the kid throws for over 2,000 yeah. yards. He rushes for over 2,000 yards. To me, he is hands down the MVP yeah. of 5A. No doubt. I, I mean, he's just a, he's a stud athlete. When, when he's on the field and he's healthy and he's touching the ball, yeah. they got a chance. Well, he touches <laughs> it every time. He's a quarterback. I mean, he's, he's special. He's special. Um, I can tell you real quick, uh, 
to finish up on the Tarman deal, and we're going to go back to it here in a second because I got McAllister questions for you. Uh, Luke Tarman has surpassed a single season rushing record for Bishop McGinnis, 2,225 yards this season. He also passed for 2,034 and 51 mm-hmm. touchdowns. You talk about a balanced <laughs> a balanced yeah, deal when you think Tarman run, 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 run. Well, he's thrown for uh, 2,000 yards and, 50, and you know he has yeah. 51 touchdowns. It just uh, uh, when you see the numbers, you're like, oh, I didn't. I know the passing; it doesn't seem like it's there, but uh, it is there. But uh, real quick, we'll th- we'll talk about plenty of Carl Albert McGinnis here. After uh, you guys saw McAllister uh, spurts of them, what, what what makes them good? Where are they? they got um, just... Well, I can tell you this: their defensive line was very quick. Yeah, and, and they they they. I don't want to get too geeky with it, but they they do what they call cancel gaps with their quickness. They just kind of get in gaps and create penetration from that perspective. Is that, that like a toothpick? You get in the so, gaps of your tooth. I, so, so. I played football my whole life, <laughs> followed him my whole life. I don't know what damn thing he's talking okay, about right so, now. So, <laughs> the toothpick in the gap. so in essence, what they would do is they, is they would take, no matter what you're doing, they yeah. would take all the gaps in the middle of the field away, right? right. So Tarman's having to bounce the ball outside. Now you're so that's kind of that was they kind of funneled him that way. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, the four it, the four minutes I saw the game that Casey didn't have me blocked on my own uh-huh. uh, subscription. Um, no, what, the thing that stood out to me was I thought that they. I think two things happened. I think you're exactly right. They're they're a smart football team, uh-huh. and and the schematics were very good for them too. I mean, the coaches had them in the right places. You could tell they were prepared. Yeah. But I also think they played probably one of the best football games they played this year. Yeah, well, they, I mean, and they played really well for their that. offense. Came okay, back from behind it. So, in overtime. so for oh, what Reno. McGinnis does defensively, the way that Mc, that way that McAllister runs offense with their read option game with their quarterback and their power game, it's set up perfectly to play keep away, which is right. what you have to do to beat McGinnis. Right. You're not going to beat McGinnis with their offense on the field, right? Right. Right. So you have to get a lead, and then you have to get the ball back, and then you have to go. First down and ten, second down and six, third down and two, first down and ten. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And just play keep away, which is exactly what McAllister did literally all night. And they did it almost the entire fourth quarter and just gave McGinnis a couple of ticks too long. Yeah. Yeah. And I lied. Not 0-10, 1-9 for McAllister. They, they were 3-7 and seven in 2017. Yeah. And uh, Coach Forrest Macy brings a lot of uh, energy. Yeah. Uh, I just – I've never – I've seen one interview on – video somewhere but i follow him on twitter and i can just see the energy He's that he has there for us macy yeah. there at the McAllister. so here we go again guys fourth time in five years it's carl albert against mcginnis we will have the broadcast of the of the, of, of the game uh, on the nfhs network but uh, uh carl albert leads the all-time series 13 to 4 and have won the last five meetings in this contest. Mm-hmm. So uh, before and remember, here's another note and, and when you talk about class 5a football in the last 15 seasons who do you think has won the most games? Pretty easy there. Do what? Let's say it again. Who's won the most games in the last 15 years in 5A football? Well, Carl Albert. Carl Albert. 154. Yeah. Second? Um, Collinsville? Yeah. Uh, 15 years? Last 15 Guthrie seasons. Guthrie would be close, wouldn't they? Bishop McGinnis. McGinnis okay. did. 151. Okay. Third? I don't know. Guthrie. Yeah. Ooh. Guthrie. Uh, Carl Albert in the last 15 years has won 154 games. McGinnis has won 151 games. Guthrie has won 140 games. Lawton Mack, 139. Wow. So, uh, but um, so here we go. Uh, and you talk about uh, a matchup of the quarterbacks going into it. <laughs> ben Harris versus Luke Tarman, senior versus senior. Uh, 
both teams know each other so yeah, well. they do. And, it, you know, it's a rematch from earlier this season uh, when uh, Bishop McGinnis went to Carl Lowert mm-hmm. and, and, and took it to the Titans in the first half, only to see Carl Lowert score, I think, 40 yeah. unanswered points. Carl Lowert eventually pulled away and won by t- uh, three touchdowns, 56-35. But it, McGinnis has shown they can put – yeah. Carl Everett on the ropes for two quarters. Can they do it for four quarters? That's what we'll try to find out on Saturday. Yeah, and I think for me, you know, the best player on, on Carl, you know, we, we talk about this, usually in high school football games, usually the, the best team usually wins, right? Usually. Sure. And so um, the most At athletic, any level, really. Well, yeah, but I mean, there are some levels, that, you know, <laughs> Coaching matters more than others. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it matters, obviously. Well, it's another YMCA basketball. I mean, the, the, the ability that – The anyway, ability go to go box and one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. I'm done? just saying coaching. He's got a ball. <laughs> okay, Casey's sidebar here. In his office, Chris has a basketball, and it says something coach of the year. Chris – it's all handwritten in black Sharpie. It was a gift. And it, from yourself. And then you look that's down, false. and there's a black mark. You are fake There's news. a black Sharpie that's sitting right there. Who in the right mind gives himself a basketball that writes Coach of the Year? It was a gift to me. From, I did not write it. From Sam. It, yeah, it was wife. not from Sam, no. Oh, okay. But, but You're spreading fake news. <laughs> it's my story. <laughs> Tell it the way I want. The, I think the most important thing for me is that Carl Albert, the, the Bazell kid, is their best player. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, he would be a close second to the Tarman kid for me for player of the year for 5A. Now, what makes him – and Chris's argument's a good one. He starts at linebacker. He's, the, he's their best defensive player. Yeah. He is their most explosive and best offensive player, I think. He doesn't get the touches that – because he's playing defense. But he, mm-hmm. he, but when he's out there, he looks like a man amongst boys. Right? I think those touches right? are coming. He, he, you They're know what's funny? His, his, his older brother, Johnny Bizell, who won a state championship. There's been 108 Bizells. Yeah. This one <laughs> is more in the body type of his father, Johnny Bizell yeah. Sr. Bigger boy. Yeah, right. Yeah, bigger boy. But he, and he can run. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so I think this is going to come down to what Chris said. You know, can they can, – can McGinnis go out and score – 14 points a quarter, right? Or at least in three quarters, score 14 points each quarter and maybe and sneak seven or ten in there in one other quarter. I think they're going to have to be in the 40s to beat Carl Albert. I, I, I just I think Carl Albert is, I mean, on both sides of the ball in 5A, they're, they're loaded. But McGinnis, you know, this is a state championship. There's, there's not going to be anything left. They're going to, yeah. I mean, they're going to go. Both sides are going to be letting it all hang out. Should be really And neither game. team disguises really what they do. I mean, McGinnis is going to line up in their 3-4 defense. Carl Albert's going to line up in their 4-2-5 defense. And they're going to run the same defense that they've ran for as long as their coaches have been there. And they're not going to change. It's going to be one of those. You know, we talked about Tarman. Uh, he's able to, of course, his numbers are, are fantastic, but make no mistake about it, Bishop McGinnis's offense revolves solely around Tarman being able to run the football. They put those two H-backs in there. Which, if you were the head coach, you do the same exact absolutely, thing. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And then they run, they run that, that, that little pull scheme where they pull the, the, they pull the two H-backs away from the which way they're blocking, and then Tarman can either give it off or he can keep it behind. You know, so they have all that kind of misdirection scheme right. in them. And Tarman's able to, to, to read it and make the right decision. Uh, and so they're able to throw the ball because they run the ball so well. Carl Albert's almost the exact opposite. Ben Harris gives you just enough running 
yeah. to compliment the way that he can throw the ball right. to some of the great receivers uh, that they have. And now that and now that uh, Ben Harris is in the playoffs, he's running more. You, yes, you protect correct. him in the regular season, correct. but now it's all in the line in the playoffs, you're going to run him a whole what, lot what more. McGinnis can Almost do, 200 yards rushing last week. What McGinnis can do is that they have the ability to possess the football. Yeah. You, you mentioned scoring, and I don't disagree with you, but I don't think – I think – they they want to go kind of like what McAllister did to them last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They want to go first and ten, second and six, third and two, yep. first down, yep. and then the next time Carl Albert gets the football, there's only three and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. That's how Piedmont, maybe you get a turnover. That's how Piedmont upset Carl Albert last Correct. season. You know, they that's just the recipe, the yep. and they have the exact type of quarterback. They have the exact type. You know, Taft, the running back, the Millwood. Uh, transfer. They have enough possession type pass scheme in Paul Tarman, to where if, it, if they do get behind the chains a little bit and it's third and seven, they can complete a pass to get a first down there too. They have the exact kind of kryptonite that could possess the football enough to beat a Carl Albert type team. The way Collinsville did as well, but the, the thing that's going to make it tough is Collinsville runs almost the exact same type of defense. Yeah. That, so I, I, But I do think offensively if, this, if, if, if McGinnis is going to win this game, they're going to have to do it by playing defense with their offense. Does yep. that make sense? Yep. Yep. Uh, and just kind of going chunk by chunk by chunk and yep. keeping the ball away from that Carl Albert offense. Phil, yep. so you said McGinnis has to score 40 to win this ball game. I think so. You look, at the last, you look at the 17 meetings between these two schools dating back to 1987, McGinnis has scored over 40 points one time. Yeah. And yeah. that was back in 2012 when they beat Carl Albert 42 to 32. So, um, see, I don't think that's if you were to ask McGinnis, I don't think that's their goal is no. to score for. No, their, I agree. Their goal is to score 21, which means they have the ball the whole game, and Carl Albert doesn't have the ball enough to score more than that. Well, and then they're going to have to hope for some turnovers, Correct. some things along the way, because the real question is: is can McGinnis's defense slow down, get a couple breaks, force a turnover here and there, do some things defensively? To control that ball, control the 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 Titan offense as well. They they're, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any secret that the most well-rounded football program in five A is Carl Albert. I think we all would agree with that, right? But again, it's championship Saturday. Everything's on the line, so you're gonna you're gonna see everything. So that's why I think it's gonna take. I think you're going to need to see a block punt. I think you're going to need to see maybe a special teams touchdown. Yeah, you I, think are. Going, you are. I think you're going to need to see those things, yeah. you know, for you know for, on both sides. But it, you know, bottom line is two great football teams should be a heck of a game. in the to, same district. Of to, get, to give yeah, the viewer just kind of a visual of how these two teams play, if, when you look at Carl Albert's offense, as I as I kind of broke them down a little bit on film. They are literally a carbon copy of the way OSU ran offense last year. They run a lot of that buck sweep. They run zone. They get to the edge, and then they have a single receiver. They'll run like a, like a trips formation and have a single receiver and just throw them slants right. and quicks and fades, and he's going to out-athlete you. Yep. And then if you roll over, you know, so they play football just like OSU runs offense right. in that term. And then if you want to kind of give visual of McGinnis, if you've ever seen Auburn play where they run all that read option stuff and it almost halfway looks like single wing football uh, with a little passing behind that, uh, that's how McGinnis runs off it. So two very modern, both offenses, yeah. two very modern defenses, the way they play. You know, LSU, they, they modernized that match defense uh, to, to get it to, to combat the RPO game. Right. 
uh, so their players weren't in conflict. High schools have kind of mimicked that. Carl Albert's gone to that, that, that what they call that threat, that um, uh, uh, Saban calls that three-match defense, which Carl Albert runs, uh, which is kind of a kryptonite for the way that, that McGinnis runs offense. So it's a very intriguing matchup, not only from a athletic perspective, but it is going to be a, a very big-time chess match, especially when Bishop McGinnis has the ball. Right. Um, by the way, Carl Albert going for their fifth straight state championship, and they've done it one time before, 97, yeah. 98, 99, 2000, 2001. Uh, Mike Corley, 51-2, uh, yeah. yeah. has won 96% of his games. He's pretty good. And like, well, how do you replace Gary Rose's 78% winning percentage? Well, Mike mm-hmm. Corley's done it 96%. <laughs> uh, and then you look at uh, McGinnis. Well, how do you replace Kenny Young, who won 78% of his game? Justin Jones won 75% oh, of his game. Brian Pierce uh, is 30 and 8 at McGinnis and has won 79% of You his know, games. another thing that McGinnis does to you is that they get, they, they, they out formation you. I mean, they, yeah. it's just like your head's spinning by the end of the first quarter because it's like you've seen this and you've seen that. And their kids never make a mistake as far as how they're supposed to line down. And it's, it's a very complicated offense. What, and what makes the game interesting is because Carl Albert knows all that. McGinnis knows all sure that. Sure, they do. I mean, yeah. they, I mean yeah. they see each and, other every And year. having said that, like I said at the beginning, both teams are going to do what they do. They're not going to change. Yeah. And every, the other side knows what it is. And so at that point, typically speaking, it comes down to Jimmy's and Joe's, yeah. which has been the advantage for Carl Albert most times. And I, know, I think you're efforting this, aren't you, on the – Yeah, no, I, I, it is in my game it? notes. Yeah. Okay, go right ahead. Um, I, was, I was building up the uh, – Great the Carl, question, great question. Yeah. Uh, Scott Mick, great question. Carl Albert, when they get to the state semifinals – Semifinals? Yeah, when they get to the state semifinals, okay. they've never lost. Never lost. Once you get to the state semifinals, for <laughs> Carl Albert, you're guaranteed which mean, to win. Which means if they have a good team, they're going to be better yeah. than you. The yes. only time that you're ever going to beat them is when they have had injuries or some kind yep. of a freakish deal to where they're just simply not so as good as they normally so are. Let me get this straight. They've never lost a semifinals game never. or a finals game. They've lost one final game. So they lost one champion. Uh-huh. What year was that? Do you know? Uh, I don't know the year. I would have yeah. to dig a little bit further. So they've only lost one time when they've made it to the state championship. Right. What year was it where Lott and Mack had the ball at midfield? 2006. <laughs> <laughs> With the lead and fumbled? Yep. yep. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I still remember that game like it was 2006. yesterday. 2006. Um, last – Okay. I got another. I got a Carl Albert question for you. Okay. Last time a Carl Albert team did not qualify for the state playoffs. The state playoffs. <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> there had to have been like seventy-eight injuries. I'm thinking, wasn't it like two thousand? Nope. Oh, wasn't it like nineteen <laughs> seventy? Before nope. Craig Strickland wasn't it like played quarterback. Nineteen eighty. Nope. What year did Craig Strickland graduate, Carl Albert? Uh, 95, 94. So might subtract four years from that, it would have to be the year before that, 1990. It might have been 93, I think, yeah. was his last year. It would, it would, so, so, so 90, subtract his 90? career, how many years he played quarterback, and it had to have been before that. It was 1994. Yeah. 1994. Who was the head coach for Carl Albert in 1994? It was one, he, he lasted one year at Carl Albert. Is that the guy that had a kid that played quarterback at Tulsa? Uh, the, uh, the 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 coach when Carl Albert did not make the playoffs in 1994 was Todd Graham. That's the guy that had the kid. Yeah. To play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> head coach, head coach Todd Graham. And, and I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure what happened in 1994, but uh, Carl Albert didn't make the playoffs when they went seven and three. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> so the year they don't make the playoffs, they go seven and three. Guthrie had a similar year that in 2001, where Guthrie went six and four. Yeah. And then, and then. Um, they need they needed uh, Douglas to go on the road and beat Woodward and Douglas had like five injuries that week. 
yeah. and went to Woodward and lost and ended up not making uh, – which kicked Guthrie out of the playoffs. So something freakish what was, like that. Okay, we, I think I've got the coach wrong. Who Who was the coach that was there? Was it Smith? Was there a coach Smith that had it? At Carl Albert? His son played at um, his son played at Tulsa. Was a quarterback. Carl Paul Smith? Huh? Paul Smith? Yeah. I thought he was an Owasso. Owasso. He okay. yeah. I'm, he was I'm, also at Deer Creek. Right. No, I'm yeah. saying is his dad would introduce himself as head coach. <laughs> I don't think that was Carl Albert because uh, yeah. Jake Peaworth was the coach at a Carl Albert from 1990 to 1993. Um, I have one more question for you guys, a little thing. Um, so, Carl Albert, 24 straight years uh, to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's pretty good. What's the longest streak in high school football as far as consecutive seasons of making the playoffs? Uh, I'd have to say Morrison. Morrison, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, not on the list. They, gonna, they missed out a few years ago. I'm going to say, do you want the number? Oh, or conce- the right, uh, currently. You're saying currently? Yes, currently. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, currently, so yes. not in the history of. Correct. Well, Cash have, well, Carl, well it's got to be Carl Albert, isn't it? Nope. Carl Albert is one, two, three, four, Shattuck. five, six. I was going to say Shattuck, Shattuck. but is nope. it Shattuck? Nope. They won 104,000 games well, in they a row. Uh, Ringling? Bad, they had one bad year then. Ringling? Nope. You're not going to get number one. I'm a, I'll, I'll say that. How do you know? Well, I know you won't. Ringling, Class A, Cash and Class A, Thomas, Class A. But Thomas had a what couple classes? years. Where give, give us what class. Uh, we got like a 3A, a 6A, a 6A, a 4A, a 3A, a 5A. Jinx? Uh, Jinx is number two. Okay. 30 straight Tulsa years. Tulsa Union. Tulsa Union is third, 29 yeah, straight I'm years. I'm guessing the last year that Tulsa Union didn't make the playoffs was like 1989. Hmm. Varsity, I mean, Varsity Ron. Thank you, Scotty boy. Varsity Ron. Ron Smith. Varsity Ron. Okay. Varsity, <laughs> coach. Varsity head coach. Ron Varsity Smith head. was the, basket, or the football coach at, at Barnoldsville for a while. What, too, what class is it? I don't know. Um, <sighs> Threw the ball quite a bit. Is it Clinton? Uh, Clinton is not on the list. Clinton just missed out a few years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Weatherford? What is not Weatherford? We could cheat and look at his. Well, don't screen. do that. Oh, okay. Don't do that. Um, Three, I can't think of. I can't. Is it going to be something like Davis or something like it's that? It's going to have no, to be Frederick. Well, one of them's kind of like that. Davis we we did one, two. We already got two and three. We already picked them. Yeah, you already got two and three. Yes. So we're, just, we're searching for number one. Which you say we'll never get. No, you won't get it. Did you know it before you did research? I, I, Laverne. No, I did not. It made sense, though, but okay. I did not. Who is it, Chris? Cash a Hall. Oh. 32 straight years. You're right Jinx about one is, thing. I would have never got that. <laughs> Jinx, 30. Union, 29. Tuttle, 28 seasons. Tuttle. Washington, yeah. 28 go. seasons. Carl Albert. Hominy. Hominy. And then Bishop McGinnis after the that. Box, the hey, box. Who, the who, box. Who, who, uh, who has the longest streak of playing against each other in high school oh, football? Oh, here we go. Pawnee and Hominy? No. Nope. 99 straight years. Yeah, 99 straight oh, years. Oh, I don't know then. I have no idea. You got part of it right. Hominy. Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. <laughs> okay. He always talks to the clouds when he does it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 99 straight years those two teams have met up in the non-district. How do you spell Cleveland backwards? <laughs> backwards? Know. He can't do it? Well, it's in I can put order. it in alphabetical oh, oh, order. I'm sorry, in alphabetical order. A C D E E L L N B. That's we well, better take. This a is break. what I've yeah. missed the most <laughs> yes. out of okay. this whole thing. So it is the Carl Albert. No, it's not. Bishop McGinnis. That's true. Five okay. oh, oh, One one more note. One more note on Carl Albert. <laughs> Do I still suck? By the way, no. <laughs> that was the text I got after you got. <laughs> was that G-rated enough? Okay. It was G-rated. Okay. Yeah. One more note on Carl Albert. Not that they would ever go away. Uh, 
But their offensive line, senior, 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 senior. Their quarterback, senior. One of their running backs, senior. Going to Arkansas. Uh, Then you got uh, tight end, senior. Uh, Three receivers are seniors. Bazell comes back. Two other other juniors on offense Mm -hmm. are coming back. You look at Carl Albert on defense, senior, 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 junior, senior, 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 sophomore, junior. It's going to get – I told somebody, I told a dad in Guthrie the other day, I said, everybody breathe. Carl Albert's going to be beatable next year. Yeah. I think and, and I do believe And that. McGinnis, they lose Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. Well, Taff will fit in at the yeah, he will, he will, season started yeah, right now. Will. Who knows what happens in the right, offseason. But, right. but he's still uh, not going to be as good as – No, I agree. He's Tarman. not stamp. No. Yeah. He's, he's darn sure not going to be better no. than Tarman. Yeah. yeah, Tarman sets school records this year. So. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, Carl Albert, although still be good, I think they come down a couple notches yeah. where, no, no, right. where it's a little bit more – Competitive. Competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what you're seeing there – is that uh, when when Ben Harris took over as a freshman, and of course we remember it like it was yesterday. Jeez, uh, what happened? Because of an injury. As good as Carl <laughs> Albert is, and they do this all the time, anyways. But when you have a freshman quarterback, then you start building everything around that. Yeah. So now they have a senior crew that built around that quarterback Ben Harris, and they're 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 the product that they are. Chris, be- is my head as big as this headgear yes. makes it look? No, SD versus HD, right? Yeah, it's HD, but with that headset's crooked. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I'm already working with a, I'm already working with a jacked up face, and now you got this on me. Well, that headset—that's the one you snapped uh, two weeks ago. I didn't. It fell apart. I may have put it on a little aggressively, yeah. but, but not the first. So this is my punishment. Yeah. Hey, is uh, Wagner any good this year? Well, we'll talk about yeah, them in the next. Right. Yeah, we'll talk about them Pretty here. Good. Hey, by the way, when when that interception got returned last week at TCU with Malcolm Rodriguez and Brock yeah. Martin, yeah. it was funny. The announcer said there was only eight wrestling state championships that went together for that that that, <laughs> that pick six. Right, right, I thought that right. was great. Yeah, it is good. All right, take a time out. Come back. Talk about a little bit more of high school playoffs, including Cashin and Pahuska. Mm-hmm. Get your uh, fill up your uh, tank, Cashin fans. Okay. You're headed to uh, Pahuska. Pahuska. The, the flip, the coin flip didn't go Traveling that way. Traveling that way. We're taking time out talking about that and more. This is the High School Huddle presented by Generations Church. Aspen Roofing is a family-owned roofing company with more than 20 years of experience and achievements across Oklahoma. Aspen Roofing takes pride in the personal service we provide on each job, and we strive to maintain the highest level of quality while offering our customers a reasonable price. It is our commitment to help you understand the process of getting a new roof from start to finish. Call Robbie Hudson for a free roofing estimate at 405-562-0026. Exxon was founded by two combat-proven veterans to help businesses grow from mediocre to exceptional. We know from experience that your culture and trust throughout the organization drive superior performance. Most business owners focus on the urgent rather than the important. They are just struggling to survive. The team at Exxon helps owners identify challenges, build solutions, and focus on growth. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you? If not, we can help. We are Exxon. Hey, you in the third row. Yes, you. When was your last dental checkup? Dr. Lewis Turney and his staff provide dental care in a fun, relaxing environment. Still not convinced? Prefer to sleep through your appointment? No problem. We can do that, too. Our staff can ensure you have a relaxing experience no matter what. Got kids? Hey, so do we. Come see what all the moms are talking about. Our kid-friendly staff loves to provide care to even the tiniest of teeth. Give us a call today. We've got the whole family covered. Give Dr. Lewis Turney a call at 282 760 
For centuries, it was a windswept prairie until the run of 89 saw settlers scramble for land and life in a newborn town as Oklahoma's territorial capital, Guthrie. Bank First is loyal to the preservation movement that reclaimed Oklahoma's first state capital. And we're loyal to the banking legacy born at the corner of First and Oklahoma Streets. Bank First. Loyal to Oklahoma. Loyal to you. Today I'm sharing Golden Chick with the world. Are you ready to taste Golden Chick for the first time? 100% tenderloin. That's where the golden tenders come from. Marinated for 24 hours. It is amazing. And we also got the rolls made fresh. It feels like they were just baking. You know why it feels that way? They were. Every time I go, I let to get extra okay. rolls, so I love it. Mm-hmm. We are being kind of photobombed right now by the one and only Clucky. Have you met Clucky the chicken? Don't get too starstruck. He's just a regular guy. One taste and you're golden. He's on Tender. That's like a chicken dating app. Sometimes you need immediate care and can't get in to see your doctor during regular hours. With Mercy Convenient Care in Guthrie, you can walk in without an appointment and get the medical attention you need at a lower cost and with shorter waiting time than your local emergency room. The Mercy Convenient Care is located at 2919 South Division. For any concerns, call 405-282-6301. Services are provided by Mercy Hospital Logan County. Choose Guthrie. Choose Mercy. At Generations Church, we exist to love God, love people, and serve both well. We're a multi-generational, multicultural church that believes in being a light to our city and our region. At Generations, we don't believe that church can be put in a box. We're a church that accepts all people from all walks of life, young, old, rich, and poor, and you will feel welcome at Generations. Join us at 10 a.m. every Sunday at 2524 West Noble in Guthrie, America. You can also join us at generationsguthrie.online.church. Welcome back to the High School Huddle. Join the huddle yourself and let us know your thoughts by calling our toll-free number at 1-800-897-3678 or simply tweet us by using the hashtag OKHSHuddle. Now let's get back in the huddle and talk high school sports. Presented by our good friends at Generations Church over on the 2400 block of West Noble. Just, uh, um, you know, Generations Church on the right side. you got the hospital on the left side. All out there. Pastor Josh Seabolt and crew. Generations Church. Find them online. Also on Facebook. Sunday morning services. Uh, if you can't make it inside, they do stream those live on Facebook. So check them out. And thank you to Josh and everybody out there for our title sponsor of the high school huddle here in the 2020 football season and uh we got this weekend left of high school state championships and then next week uh two games left and remember everybody made the playoffs this year so the playoffs were extended one week so uh, you'll have teams that will play well depending on how COVID went for them but there was uh you know 16 weeks of the season so uh Class 4A football, it was a good one. I was actually able to watch this one on Friday night as Clinton went to Blanchard uh big 4A uh, show down there and uh, old school football. Casey yep. ten yeah, to seven. Yeah, Clinton yeah. came away with the victory. That game was played in Blanchard, and uh, of course, Clinton knows all about getting to the four A state championship. One of the uh, storied programs uh, in Oklahoma high school football, and the Tornadoes um, are playing for a gold ball. They sure are, and uh, congratulations to them. Of course, Clinton. You know, we talk about a lot at the college game the difference between uh, blue blood programs. You know, mm-hmm. like OU being a blue blood program. Alabama, LSU, 
Make no mistake about it that Clinton Nick State. Yeah. <laughs> Clinton is a blue blood of high school football in yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Uh the 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 Red Tornadoes and the the Red Tornado Bowl that they play down there in they take pride uh in everything that they do. So it's always fun whenever you have, you know, that's kind of what's fun about the class A games this weekend when when you look at Thomas and 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 Cashin and Pahuska oh, and Ringling, yep. you've got the blue bloods in it, which, yep. which it, it makes for some really fun matchups. So when you're talking about about Clinton taking on Wagner, who's been the best team in four A, Kingfisher may have a little bit to say so about I that. I know Wagner probably last decade. Yeah, but yeah. but you know you're talking about a heavyweight matchup and darker, uh, which makes it fun. Uh, but you're talking about a, a Clinton team that that. Uh, had a big win last week, but you're also talking about a Wagner team that has outscored its opponents this year. You guys ready? Yep. 547 to 74. Is that good? That's real good. That's good. Yes. Okay. They, they beat Tuttle in week three, 21 to 14. Mm-hmm. Okay. They beat Tahlequah 22 to 10 in week five. Uh, and beyond that, it's been 70 to 10. Right. 58 to six. Right. Right. I mean, you know, it's it's been that dominant. That's how good Wagner uh, is this year. That will be a tough, tall chore for Clinton. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Clinton's won 16 state championships mm-hmm. in, in their uh, in their school history. And uh, by the way, Carlbert has won 15 state championships. Yeah. So that kind of tells you yeah. uh, how how those football programs. Oh, by the way, a side note: Carlbert's Carlbert uh, football team is trying to go one past their cheerleading team, oh. uh, who has won 15. I mean, that's, that's homework. That's Alice at Post Road. Yeah. yeah. Cheerleading team at Carver's won 15. Football team's won 15 at Carver's. So the football team trying to go. Well, what if the girls win? Well, that's, yeah, it's a valid point. Right. Yeah. I think that's already happened, but I'm not sure what happened. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, Clinton. Um, yeah. Clinton 8 3 on the year. They lost to Bethany, uh, Heritage Hall, I believe, and Hera. Okay. So, uh, that, you know, they're, they're kind of one of those teams that have just kind of lurked. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then got hot at the right time, right. played the right style of football. Uh, to win in the playoffs, kind of like we talked about with McGinnis. Yep. Don't turn it over. Run the ball. First and ten, second and six, third and two, first down. Yep. You know, so who knows? I mean, that's why you play, right? Right. Yep. Clinton right. also had a victory over Poto, another yeah, team. Right. Poto was in the state championship yep. a year right. ago, yep. uh, and Clinton won that game over Poto 17-10. to 10. Poto that, Pirates? That, yeah. Boom. Uh, Got that, it. that always messes me up because you say Carl Albert Junior College, and of course Carl Albert being in five A. Yeah. Well, where's that? It's in Poto. Poto. <laughs> that just that never made that that never rang uh, rang with me. I've umpired over there. Yeah. And uh, back in back in yesterday. Right? Yeah, it was, it was a while back. But uh, okay, so Clinton is in state championship. They're going to get up against Wagner. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, but uh, kudos to the Cushing Tigers, no doubt. Holy no doubt. cow, Rusty Morgan, coach over there. Not, they finished the year nine and three, yeah. and uh, you talk about a playoff run. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, got past Bethany, who Bethany yeah. has been a strong. They team. They were one of the teams that beat Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cushing won forty one seventeen. Then they shocked the four A or the yeah four A world. Uh, being Weatherford on yeah. the road at Weatherford, Ethan Downs, one of the top players sure. in the state of Oklahoma, going to o- OU, won that game thirty-four to thirty. Oh well, that's good for them. Yeah, sure. And then they go to Hilldale, who lost one game yeah. all season long and wins that game thirty-four twenty-eight. Then reality kicked yeah. in there pretty yeah. quick with uh, what with Wagner, but team uh, called Wagner. Yeah, but yeah. congratulations uh, to, to the Cushing Tigers on a great great season and no uh, doubt. caught fire. Had won their last four in a row before running into the Buzzsaw and Wagner. Talk about an exciting offense. They, they that Cushing runs a modern spread 
They run the ball, quarterback, dual threat. They, their receivers are in wide open space. They run some read option. They run some RPO. It is an exciting brand of football at Cushing. Grass. I got a question. If Wagner was in 5A. We've always used to say this when Guthrie was real good or Carl. No, 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 how would but, they be in 6A, right? But, but I think it's much easier to go 4A to 5A than 5A to 6A. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt. Yeah, but, yeah. but if Wagner was in 5A, would the same two teams be playing for a state title this year in 5A? Mm-mm. I don't think so either. Yeah, they're pr- yeah Wagner – Pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I'm really not going to say who would be in it. Uh, no, 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 no. But I, but I, but Wagner's they're, they're really good. Yeah. Good. yeah they're well, really the good. thing about Wagner is, you know, you, you think of athletes like Malcolm Rodriguez and guys like that 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 are headliners. Yeah. Okay, but but when you watch them play, the amount of speed that they have just all over the field, and then they not only do they have speed, you know, some teams have speed, but they don't play fast. Does that make sense? Correct. Don't have great pad speed. They just don't play fast. They, right. they play right. fast. Right. They Absolutely. play faster than anybody is, else is capable of playing, certainly to this point in the season. Yeah. So for Clinton to win that game, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this because it's Clinton, and Clinton has ridiculously good athletes. Right. You know, Gage right. Gaunt went to OSU uh, a couple of years ago, uh, and they've had athlete after athlete after athlete. They're going to have to slow the game down. I mean, simply put, Wagner's scoring 70 points a game. Uh, you know, other than, other than uh, you know, their two closest games with Tuttle uh, and Tahlequah, every other game they're scoring 70. So, Clinton's just going to have to figure out a way to slow that game down somehow. And get some breaks. Yeah. And you look at the Wagner program, uh, Dale Condit, uh, mm-hmm. 16 seasons, I think, now at Wagner. His record over those, uh, over those uh, what did I say, 16 seasons now, yeah. 180 wins, 29 losses. Over there, what is that it? good? That's good. That's 86%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> East of Tulsa a little bit, another one of those communities where if you can get it going, it's an attractive area to live, and it's one of those situations to where uh, you can continue that on. What's the mascot so I, I was going to ask you, Phil, what's the mascot of Wagner? The Wagner Wheels? Wildcats. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a popular name, not Wildcats. The Wagner Bulldogs. Boom, nailed it. <laughs> <Going fire>. <laughs> <laughs> you, I was impressed when you pulled out Poto, and yeah. how did you? It remember? Rhymes, rhymes. Oh, I, I didn't know if you, if Poto it rhymed rhymes. or if it went PP. If you thought. Hey, PP. by the way, uh, Poto next <laughs> to Spyro stage. Yeah, <laughs> Poto's down there in southeastern Oklahoma next to Spyro, which yeah. I've been reminded by. Massey. Uh, yeah, Chris, Chris Massey. Chris yeah, Massey. Return to touchdown, yeah. kickoff against Texas. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, home of the world's tallest hill, by the way. Hill? Yeah. Spiral Mound. Not a mountain hill. That sounds yeah. like a homer deal to me. Yeah, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the world's largest b- b- of, of yarn. Yarn. Uh, yarn. Yarn. Did, wasn't that in, in vacation? Didn't didn't they go visit that in Kansas no, somewhere? Not it vacation. is in Kansas. Yeah. It is in Kansas. You are correct. It's in Kansas. And Durant used to have the largest peanut. But is it Durant or Durant? It's Durant. Durant. It's so Durant. You, you bought into no, the no. Durant then. No, huh? no, no, no. No. <laughs> If you're in Durant, it's Durant. Yeah, that's like Agra. Is it Agra, Agra, or Agra? Yeah. 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 You know, one that's that right. always people yeah. get mixed up on, on the weather map, uh, the town down in, uh, I think it's uh, Grady County, A-L-E-X. Alex, yeah. That's Alec. Ooh. It's Alec. The A-L-E-X is Alec? It's Alec. Okay. Alec, of course. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Not embarrassing us? Well, nice. no, I just, okay. I was, I, I didn't tell him to guess. I was just going to say uh, mm. this is what it is. So, 4A mm. football, Wagner, Clinton, that's a 1 o'clock game, Saturday afternoon at UCO. 
Class 3A football, which will be Friday night at University of Central Oklahoma. It will be a 7 o'clock kickoff. Uh, three of the final four teams, uh, private school. Uh, Heritage Hall goes down to Lincoln Christian, 35-27. And then Holland Hall took down Stigler, 49-14. to yeah. So your, your 3A final on Friday night will feature Lincoln Christian taking on Holland Hall. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, th- these are two teams that I know nothing about. The defensive player I told you about, though. Except yeah. there's a defensive lineman, number 50, I believe is correct. Yep. 6'2", 6'3", 245, 250-pound kid. Mean. Mean. Chris yeah. said he looks like a Division One football player when he walks on the field. Looks like a full-grown man. Like Zayvon Collins? Yes. His daddy okay. yeah. is uh, played – was an All-American at Tulsa and then had a seven- or eight-year career in the NFL. And it was at uh, – was it? Or orns or orn orn Ostertag Oster yeah. It's, it's one of those one of those names, Casey and Greg Ostertag? Uh, <laughs> basketball. I mean, it was a ball this guy, ball. This, you know. this guy has all of his teeth. That's all what we oh, think. Okay. We okay. think. Uh, we don't know that. Hey, he held big country. He's to, not see, listening, is he? He held big country to zero points. <laughs> Rutherford had forty though. Forty four, I believe. Yeah. Um Bill Hastings. I was, I was going to show you a picture. Bill Hastings was able to snap a photo. Of the monster? Of the monster. It's a, yeah. it's a cool – it's a very cool photo. Uh, if you go to Twitter, Bill Hastings has it on there. And that's kind of a, a kind of a cool shot uh, of how – how, Let me be the judge of this. Okay. He just looks – let me, uh, let me magnify see. here. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 uh, I mean, he's got – I want him on my side if we're walking down got, a dark alley. He's got Division you know, One You muscles. know who he reminds me of? Just looking at him, you remember that the Colby Colby was a Hedgewood from Noble that went to Tech Whitlock Whitlock Colby Whitlock who was, yeah, went to Tech yeah, who, yeah. who might that's, have been the meanest yeah. high school football player right. I ever saw that's who he reminds me of wow Army yeah. commit yep commit to Army being recruited also by Tulsa he's just a junior yep well that's fun well, yeah we'll watch him definitely Friday night it's, I, I like watching the big uglies up front anyway mm-hmm. it's fun to watch. Those battles, you get a kid like this, you know he's going to be active, he's mm-hmm. quick, he's athletic, he's strong. Should be fun. Class 2A football, state semifinal action in 2A football. OC, uh, OCS defeated Ufala 24-20. That game was at Ufala. Uh, mascot for Ufala? Uh, the Ufala. <laughs> the Ufala. I can give him 89,000 guesses. Just, just wait a second. Okay. <laughs> the Ufala yeah. Rams. Iron Men. Iron Head. No, that's no – yeah, Iron Head, yeah. Iron, Iron Head. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but OCS wins that one, 24-20. Metro Christian, the favorite probably in 2A football going into everything. Uh, defeated Marlowe, 35-31. Casey got pulled over in Marlowe one time. Yes, I did. Oh, <laughs> at, at 1 o'clock in the morning with did a he deserve truckload it? of kids. Did he deserve it? Absolutely. I wasn't, okay. <laughs> I wasn't with him. I, Absolutely. I, 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 was, I, said, I said, I don't mean to be rude, Mr. Officer, but either give me a ticket or don't. But let's make up our mind so I can get home. And he gave you a ticket. I and was. Uh, <laughs> that was. I, I didn't mean it. I meant. <laughs> I meant. Don't give me a ticket. <laughs> Try to be cute. Try to, Try be, to be cute. cute. Uh, Casey's had a lot happen to him in vehicle. He had a vehicle stolen once. I, I sure did. Oh yeah. And I don't know what led up to that. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. It's a adult. Uh, it's a, uh, a family. Eight, a family show. Monte Carlo baby with a six by nine bumping. <laughs> oh. And we had open campus in Stillwater, and by the time I got to Bill and Ruth sandwiches for lunch, I had no idea who was in my car. <laughs> 
there were 11 people pile out. I didn't even know their names. Well, there's 11 good players that play for Beggs. Oh, uh, did you see that? Take down, I set them up. I yeah. put it on a team for They them. take see down how? Frederick 36-20, to 20, uh-huh. and so Beggs will take on Washington, who beat Adair 49-22. You know, funny part, funny story about uh, Chris's brother, Ronnie Phillips, Chubbo. <laughs> Chubbo. He got on Wikipedia somehow one day, <laughs> and he changed Guthrie High School Wikipedia most famous athlete, Ronnie Phillips. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. It's amazing how fast he got changed, too. Well, I could get on Wikipedia and put most famous Did he take a snap of it athlete, so he's got it? Oh, yeah. athlete from Beggs, I would put Ryan Cotting, right? Oh, the demons! Yeah, did uh, you well, say athlete or alum? Well, this this guy on the magazine athlete. might be was was might was, take might might. I'm take saying was, if I could modify oh, like okay, Chubbo yeah. oh, and yeah, figure yeah, out a yeah, way to modify yeah, Wikipedia, yeah. that's what I would do. Well, I mean, because there is nobody. Ronnie Phillips for five minutes of his life was the most famous <laughs> athlete from Guthrie High School. Now Ronnie and, was now Ronnie and, was a heck of a baseball. And, player. and Chris called him and said, "Chubbo, <laughs> change that." <Yeah>. <laughs> No one knows you by Ron- no one knows who Ronnie Phillips is anyway. Should have been Chubbo. You need to put in quotations Chubbo. Yes, exactly. Ronnie, right. no, Ronnie, was, Chubbo Ronnie was an awesome pitcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For best best athlete in his family. So uh, your two A final uh, will be decided this weekend. Uh, Class A, we'll say that for a second because those are two great matchups. Class B state semifinals: Dewar is taking on Shattuck, Laverne mm-hmm. taking on Pioneer. And the Class C state championship will also be played Saturday. This will be at Northwestern Oklahoma State University in Alva. It, uh, Phil's Mountain View Goody Bow team went uh, down. Tyrone, yeah. Tyrone, they did. Yeah. Tyrone, yeah. Tyrone got you, sixty to thirty-two. Yeah, the Goody Bow Gazelles. Yeah. So is that going to be another Shattuck Laverne uh, uh, rematch? Timberlake. Ooh. Timberlake took down Buffalo, thirty-eight to twelve. So you got Tyrone taking on Timberlake. Um, don't know a whole lot about those teams. I will pick THS to win that one though. Mm. Uh, in that one there. So Timberlake's in the Enid area, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Take our final timeout on the high school huddle presented by Generations Church. When we come back, Class A football, four really, really good teams. Some think that the uh, Cash and Pahuska team might be the state championship. Yeah. Other two teams might have a little bit of say in that. Although defending, Ringling, Ringling will have a little bit to say. Exactly. The undefeated defending state champion. Uh, you think. Yeah. About yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll break it down after our final timeout here on the high school huddle. At Generations Church, we exist to love God, love people, and serve both well. We're a multi-generational, multi-culture church that believes in being a light to our city and our region. At Generations, we don't believe that church can be put in a box. We're a church that accepts all people from all walks of life, young, old, rich, and poor, and you will feel welcome at Generations. Join us at 10 a.m. every Sunday at 2524 West Noble in Guthrie, America. You can also join us at generationsguthrie.online.church. Hey, you in the third row. Yes, you. When was your last dental checkup? Dr. Lewis Turney and his staff provide dental care in a fun, relaxing environment. Still not convinced? Prefer to sleep through your appointment? No problem. We can do that, too. Our staff can ensure you have a relaxing experience no matter what. Got kids? Hey, so do we. Come see what all the moms are talking about. Our kid-friendly staff loves to provide care to even the tiniest of teeth. Give us a call today. We've got the whole family covered. Give Dr. Lewis Turney a call at 282 For centuries, it was a windswept prairie until the run of 89 saw settlers scramble for land and life in a newborn town as Oklahoma's territorial capital, Guthrie. Bank First is loyal to the preservation movement that reclaimed Oklahoma's first state capital. 
And we're loyal to the banking legacy born at the corner of First and Oklahoma Streets. Bank First. Loyal to Oklahoma. Loyal to you. Today I'm sharing Golden Chick with the world. Are you ready to taste Golden Chick for the first time? 100% tenderloin. That's where the Golden Tenders come from. Marinated for 24 hours. It is amazing. And we also got the rolls made fresh. It feels like they were just baked. You know why it feels that way? They were. Every time I go, I let to get extra okay. rolls, so I love it. Mm-hmm. We are being kind of photobombed right now by the one and only Clucky. Have you met Clucky the chicken? Don't get too starstruck. He's just a regular guy. One taste and you're golden. He's on Tender. That's like a chicken dating app. Sometimes you need immediate care and can't get in to see your doctor during regular hours. With Mercy Convenient Care and Guthrie, you can walk in without an appointment and get the medical attention you need at a lower cost and with shorter waiting time than your local emergency room. The Mercy Convenient Care is located at 2919 South Division. For any concerns, call 405-282-6301. Services are provided by Mercy Hospital, Logan County. Choose Guthrie. Choose Mercy. Aspen Roofing is a family-owned roofing company with more than 20 years of experience and achievements across Oklahoma. Aspen Roofing takes pride in the personal service we provide on each job, and we strive to maintain the highest level of quality while offering our customers a reasonable price. It is our commitment to help you understand the process of getting a new roof from start to finish. Call Robbie Hudson for a free roofing estimate at 405-562-0026. Exxon was founded by two combat-proven veterans to help businesses grow from mediocre to exceptional. We know from experience that your culture and trust throughout the organization drive superior performance. Most business owners focus on the urgent rather than the important. They are just struggling to survive. The team at Exxon helps owners identify challenges, build solutions, and focus on growth. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you? If not, we can help. We are Exxon. Welcome back to the High School Huddle. Join the huddle yourself and let us know your thoughts by calling our toll-free number at 1-800-897-3678 or simply tweet us by using the hashtag OKHSHuddle. Now let's get back in the huddle and talk high school sports. Final segment here on the High School Huddle. Glad to have you on board this Wednesday night. Generations Church is our proud sponsor. Check them out, generationsguthrie.com. Love God, love people, serve both well. Programming notes, uh, speaking of great churches, North Church will be uh, sponsoring the live stream tomorrow night for the Guthrie High School and Junior High Band Concert. That will be at Guthrie High School, and that will be streamed on Guthrie News page. So, uh, again, with only 25% uh, capacity uh, seating in the gymnasium, um, they uh, reached out to the uh, to us for to stream that event, and uh, we'll have that um Tomorrow night, starting at 6 o'clock. Am I producer of that? Uh, yeah, actually you are. I got a uh, YMCA thing. Same pay as normal? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah you're, Same contract. You're, pay, you're paying right. to do it. Is that what that means? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll write a check at the end of the year. <laughs> he signed a contract. Chris writes a number on a piece of paper, slides oh, it over to me. Has he started adding zeros by the year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but you got more events to do this year. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. At least I'm working more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least you got the cool gigs. That's right. 
Well, uh, the last class, uh, we saved it here just because there's so much intrigue in this ma- in these four games, in these two games here between these four strong Class A programs. First one we'll take a look at is Thomas taking on Ringling. Uh, Ringling got the victory over Morrison uh, last week. Thomas got the victory over Pawnee, so a yeah. couple uh, North Central Oklahoma teams yeah. go down to some powerhouse in Class A football. Now you talk about blue bloods. I mean, Ringling and Thomas, my goodness. It doesn't get any more blue blood than that. Thomas, at one point in the history of their uh, program, about 20 years ago, had won their district title more times consecutively than any high school program in the United States of America. Really? Yes. Did Rough. I, did Roofs. I, yeah. Did I explain that properly? Okay. Yeah. The district, not a state title, their district. They had won their district more times consecutively. Yep. Uh, obviously. Uh, I forgot about that. The, yeah. in, in my opinion, they have uh, the best. Of course, this isn't football related, but they have the best women's basketball player maybe that Oklahoma has ever produced, Who's Kelly that? Litch. Oh, okay. Um, they are a program that, uh, you know, they went through kind of a period about 10 years ago where they weren't quite as good as they normally would. So it's really exciting to see Thomas be back to where they should be, that the Terriers, they are just a fantastic football program, ringling the same way. I can't remember a year growing up, you know, in the 80s, 90s, then the 2000s, and now obviously all the way to 2020, when Ringling wasn't <laughs> in the finals or right. semifinals or something. Uh, so this is an absolute heavyweight matchup. Uh, I have no idea who's going to win this game. Obviously, don't want to give predictions uh, anyways. But what a fantastic matchup this is going to be. Well, let me, let me just to kind of piggyback what you said, Casey, on Thomas and, and their in their great program they have mm-hmm. here are their, they've had five coaches in yeah, their program right. history yeah. dating back to 1937 joe ross coached 31 mm-hmm. years 37 to 67 he was 250 and 59 he was 250 wins 59 losses kenneth roof coached for 19 yeah. years he was 189 and with 44 losses mike tyson not that one oh. um Coached for 16 years from 87 to 2002. He was 146 with 45 losses. Yeah. Larry Pickens coached for four years. <laughs> he only won 30, 30 games and lost 16. And then Bob Ward now in his fourth year or 14th year, uh, 122 wins, 46 losses. Five coaches in 60, 83 years. That's incredible. Yeah. I remember that first coach. I think I might have played against Joe him. Ross. No, I'm joking. Um, so ta- Ten so- state championships. Jeez. That's incredible. You know, obviously 10's a bunch. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to downplay that at all. But that doesn't even really even describe how good Thomas has been. Mm-hmm. You have to really dig into the winning seasons, the the district titles on the years they didn't win. I mean, so let's say out of that whole history of, what, 90 years went over right there, you win 10 of them. You know, that, that's more than, more than 10% of the time you're winning a state title. So the other 90%, I mean, other than about seven or eight years, they were district champions. They were in the semifinals. They probably lost in the finals. So just saying state titles, yes, that is a very impressive statistic. But that only goes part way of talking about how good Thomas has been. Are the, are, is this the Guthrie yep. Connection roofs? Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, is this where it all started? And Weatherford, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Woody right, Roof right. and all them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, the uh, the track, I think it's the track. It might be the, the stadium. But I, something's named after a roof. It might be the track yeah. uh, that's named after roof track or roof field or something wow. something along those lines. But You uh, know, one interesting thing about that, and, and you know how much I love small school athletics. 
I have never, with my own eyes, watched Thomas or Ringling play a football game. I I was able to, early in the sh- early this season, uh, Cashin played Thomas. Okay, and Thomas has a stud of a player. Yes. We'll, we'll talk about it here in, in a little bit. But uh, I was actually uh, it's the first time I ever watched a Thomas. Well, event. congratulations yes. to you, man. I bet that was yeah, fun. It wasn't? was it was fun. It was a twenty eight to seven ball game because watching because Cashin's really good. Uh, Thomas has that stud player yeah. this year, so it uh, was having fun. To said watch. that, a good transition. How good has been Harmon? Uh, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Coach Shackelford's got him another one at well, quarterback. He, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he, he's a quarterback at cash, and yeah. he has to be he good, has right? To be good, yeah. Hey, real quick. I mean, sidebar. We all love Terry Bennett Jr. TBJ. Absolutely, yes. Great coach, great guy. Um, he just sent me a text on the. Uh, is it called the Cavanaugh Mountain? Cavanaugh Hill, officially a mountain located near Poto, Oklahoma, is described by a sign at its base as the, the world's hill. highest hill. Yeah. Elevation is. Fourteen, I don't know. one thousand nine hundred ninety-nine feet. That's that's outstanding. Well, you didn't believe Casey, or no? I believe Casey. Oh. I just, you know, I believe Casey. I was just add, trying to add to the story, Chris. Thanks for making that awkward. No problem. I'm trying to think of the the kid's name, at, <laughs> but uh, you know, I get I get why you took a sabbatical yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I really do. I, I, I get it. I missed you guys, by the well, way. You know, I missed you. you, you never. No, he didn't. Okay. Never really mentioned the name. So what were we talking about? We went from know. talking great Class A football <laughs> to a hill. <laughs> to my return. We were talking about Thomas. <laughs> yeah, Cash defeated Thomas uh, earlier this year, yeah. 28-7. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of hills, Thomas is in western Oklahoma where there are no hills. No, no. <laughs> so Thomas takes on Ringling. Ringling, by the way. Uh, last year, state champions, and they've won every single game this yeah. year. And everyone was talking yeah. about Husky, and everyone was talking yeah. about Cashin. Yeah, and same with last year. Yeah, and you know they're down that area where you know kind of down that Ardmore area oh, yeah. to where that's well, another one of those areas well, to where you know it can be kind of one of those communities to where you, you come up missing down that part. Well, <laughs> yeah, and, and if, you know if you, maybe if you I'm not saying it happens, but if you if, never if, if you grow up maybe in Ardmore and then maybe you want to play smaller. Brand yeah. of football, and you want to win a state title, then you know that kind of deal. What's so, the other uh, with Ardmore? Uh, the the Plainview, when, when Plainview Plain, and, yeah, with Justin Blackman yes, yeah, graduated Plainview, high school. Yeah. But uh, you know, in that area, uh, we know when Ardmore's good, you know that yeah. makes everybody else good because then it spills down to all the smaller schools well, in that area. Kind of like when Enid's good, right? Usually, usually a uh, you know like a Wacomus or a, a Pioneer right. or, or right. Plainview, somebody like right. that's good as well. So. Uh, Ringling is in a in a real good hotbed of, of talent down that area. Now I will say this: Ringling graduated some studs yeah. off last year's team. Kind like how, how many did what four or five years ago with yeah. Xavier yeah. Collins? I mean, just some studs. They had some legitimate players. Mm-hmm. Now they've obviously got some really good players back. Well, they beat Cashin. They had to have somebody. Yeah, that and they handled yeah. they handled yeah, Cashin. Right. They didn't just beat him; they handled him. I mean, it was it wasn't. What was the final in that game? Wasn't it thirty something to seven or something like that, or twenty-eight uh, to seven or something? It was. A, it was a. I mean, if I'm recalling, and I may be wrong, I have. I, you know, I'm of an advanced survey age. Survey says twenty nineteen Ringling mm-hmm. state title. There it is, twenty to fourteen. Twenty to four. Oh, it was close. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, my brain. I uh, Howard Aaron, one of the offensive coaches for Cash and. Uh, got to talk to him the week before, the week after. He he plays uh, a lot of golf out by me, and uh, tremendous coach. If you ever get a chance to talk to to Howard, 
uh, about the X's and O's of the game of football. He is just a fantastic yeah. offensive coach. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons why Cashin is so good every year, uh, I know that he, he was very impressed with the way that Ringling played. Um, so I know, I know, I know that, uh, you know, you like to say that the revenge part of it and all that, once you strap it up, uh, I'll promise yeah. you that matters this year. Sure it does. Sure if if Cashin could get past Pahuska. Well, and I th- you know, for me, I mean, it's, you know, and we're not making any predictions because pretty high probability we're going to be calling that game, yeah. but, but the championship game. Yeah, but, right. but I think, I think you know, you, you're sitting there, you've got four outstanding yeah, football teams. Um, anything can happen when you get four teams that are all very, very talented mm-hmm. on the field together, yeah. all going to be well coached. You know, I mean, so anything can happen. Anytime you go on the road, right? Yeah. And you're facing a team that has a quarterback that's going to the University of North Texas. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, Bryce he's, Drummond. Yeah, I mean, uh, whose parents, Ree and, and, and Ladd, obviously, have built all those facilities. His mother, his mother cost me a small fortune <laughs> Christmas shopping yeah, this year, by uh, the way. Fourth generation of the Drummonds that, that own uh, all the land in Hominy with the mansion there in Hominy. Yep. And that donated all the money to OSU. As, as to why one of the dorms at OSU is called Drummond Hall. Uh, so, obviously, that is a family that has been huge in that Osage uh, territory uh, forever. And so what's really cool about Pahuska is that they're doing it with third, fourth, fifth generation people right, right. that are from that area. True Pahuska True Pahuska yeah. people yeah. that yeah. it means something to them. Right. And so right. – I promise you, Cashin's going into a hornet's nest. They oh, better yeah. be ready to play. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to go to those scores here in just a little bit because we need to definitely talk about the scores that Pahuska has put up this year. Yeah. But what a great coaching, all four coaches. you got yeah. uh, uh, Bob Ward, the head coach over yeah. at Thomas, who has, oh, by the way, Oklahoma State commit, and Aiden, yes. uh, Aiden uh, Kelly headed to, University of o- to Oklahoma State University. And then you got Philip Coons over mm-hmm. at Ringling, who was the uh, coach there for uh, you know a time at mm-hmm. Clinton, yeah. who obviously we, we were bragging about earlier. And then you got uh, Coach Shackelford over at Cashin, and then Coach Hennessy over at Pahuska. What a, what, what a four sets of uh, coaches. Oh, yeah. yeah, great coaches. And like I said, and, and established programs at their schools. You know, I mean, they're they they expect to win. Everyone, all four of those teams expect to win every game they play. They go into it expecting to one hundred percent. You know, and so it's and most schools can't say that. They might act like they do. They might say they do, but deep down inside, most teams can't say that. Yeah, no, I agree. I I agree. So those are just those are those are ridiculously attractive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now, no you know, if, if you were to ask me, my number one team in Class A football would be Ringling. They won last year's state championship. They haven't lost anything this year. But I would I would probably be in the minority because someone would say Cashin's number one. Some would say Pahuska's number one. Uh, I, I think nobody knows. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I agree with your your theory there that you just <laughs> default to the team who hasn't been beat yet. Well, I think they last year. They haven't been beat yet. So yeah. why would you take that away well, from Well, the way, the, way I, the reason I don't is uh, – my friend and chiropractor who has the ability to break my neck whenever I get an adjustment lives in Cashin. And so his son plays. It, so it comes back to Phil. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's self-preservation. I got, I'm in deep in the third quarter. Sometimes Client? you tell me fourth. I don't Client? have a lot of years. Huh? Client? No, 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 okay. I, no, no, no. But you got, we were laughing about this. Do you, do you remember, Michael brought this up to me. You guys remember we were calling a game at a certain school of going named several years ago, and I fired a client on the phone on the drive home that was one of the officials. Do you remember that? You guys don't remember that? I really that? don't. Oh, I was so upset. Remember the, the sideline warnings, threw a flag, and, oh, yeah. 
And I called, called guy, actually the guy called me and he said, he said, Is, are, are you mad at me? And I go, yeah. <laughs> and he says, is this going to affect our relationship? We said, yeah. yes. <laughs> you don't take this very serious, do you? No, not at all. Well, there's a lot of people who are very mad right now at Pahuska. Listen to these scores, Phil. Yeah, yeah. Pahuska, 60 points, 64 yeah. points, 48, 92, 52, 68, 66, 86, 95, 58, 44. Yeah. And again, whenever you have... Whenever so forty four the least amount of points they put up. Yeah. Uh, yes. When you have a guy pulling the trigger, kind of like McGinnis and Five A. <laughs> when you have a guy pulling the trigger like Bryce Drummond, yeah, who at any particular time is yeah. the best player on the field. And one thing I guess you yeah. got to do because a lot of times people and I even naturally, even though as much high school football as we follow, when you get in the smaller schools, it becomes more difficult to take the. Best player away. Well, not only that, I'm just saying you can't, because they might be up by 40 points at half. Um, some of the smaller schools, when you got 25, what, 25, 30 kids on a roster? You have a wider gap between the best player and the least and best you player. Also, yeah. And a lot of times you can't pull your number one guys because mm-hmm. you can't even make a full roster. Yeah, right. I mean, so the, it, it's tough to take the accelerator off when you're smoking somebody. Because I, I think the initial instinct is because it was mine. You see 95 to whatever, and you're like, come on, man. Really? You couldn't have done yeah. anything like that? Well, yeah, you have – how many guys do you have? You know, Right. Uh, I mean, because they got to have 22 to 30, 25, 30 kids on the roster at this side. You know that school. year that Hominy won it with Xavier Collins? Yeah. They had 15 seniors in Class That's A crazy. football. That's 15 nuts. seniors. I we don't have 15 seniors in 5A. Yeah. I got to ask you guys, uh, Cashin has to make the long trip up to Pahuska. Yeah. Uh, Cashin sees it on, on game uh, – gone mm-hmm. through game film. Does Cashin have the uh, – oh, See, is... I'm going to play devil's advocate to that. <laughs> I think that wakes the giant. So, in other words, okay. they've got all of Cashin's attention. Obviously, anytime would, you're in the yes. semifinals, that's going to be the case. But, you're, you know, you, you've, got, you've got the pioneer woman factor. You've got all the brand-new shiny – facilities at Pahuska. North Texas They're quarterback. The, new, the North Texas quarterback. You've heard about all points, this shiny stuff. 95 points. And I, I honestly think, you know, of course, we're not going to make predictions, but right. I think that takes a cashing team who's already motivated from not winning the state championship last year. Yep. And that just puts them on red alert. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be, and then you you take a you know Shaq coach team over there, and, I mean, he's going to have them ready. I mean, <laughs> you think? Know, I mean he's yeah. going to have them ready. <laughs> yeah. You reckon? I mean, yeah, yeah you reckon, but. But no, but I, I what I like about this is Ben Harmon. Too, there's yeah. two. Yeah, Ben Harmon doesn't hurt. But yeah, but there's two. There's two great teams, and there is enough distance between the two of them. You might read some things on mm-hmm. you know Huddle or see some things on YouTube or, but really neither team really knows. Mm-hmm. They, they just don't really know. You know, so we'll see. You rather shot Phil? Oh, oh sorry, I can't see your big head. Uh, well, I was. <laughs> I forgot we were on broadcasting. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 can I make one prediction oh, about that yeah, game? Yeah, I think it's gonna be high scoring. See, chances are, but <laughs> yeah, but but it could not be. It mm-hmm. could be one of those deals where one of the teams comes in and scores thirty five, forty points and just blows the other team out. It could too. be. I mean, because yeah. I mean, you just don't know. I think I mean, if you look, I, at, the, if if you look happened, at the schedules, if that happened, I think I know who probably would win in that scenario. Correct. Husker. Correct. Yeah. Pahuska wants it to be 80-something to 70-something. 70 72, yeah. right. We might right. do that game, so I'm going to reserve yeah. any kind of – I mean, it of, could be, you yeah. know, but 
But I, but I think you know it's going to be. I, I think a ball this year yeah. is the most exciting. Oh no doubt, class best of matchups, football. best yeah. matchups, best matchups in all yeah. of high school. Football. I mean, I think five A has a has a blue blood matchup, yeah. but it's happened yep. so many times. Well, it's boring. What you just mentioned with <clears throat> Pahuska and Cashin, that hasn't happened every year, like right. Carl Albert right. McGinnis has. Right. So you're intrigued to see how Ben Harmon and Coach Shackelford actually match up against a Pahuska team that nobody's seen. I mean, in the 5A semis last week, if I would have been able to see yeah. them, I was, I, I, was, <laughs> I was cheering. I wanted Collinsville, and I wanted um, McAllister to win because I just wanted it to be different. Not because you were rooting against no, anybody. No, I just wanted you something wanted to be different. different. Yes. I just wanted something different, you know, so, so we'll see. And against Collinsville, I don't care what you think. <laughs> I, I'll tell you another factor. <laughs> You know, watching Ben Harmon play, he's like a, a high school version of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He just makes great decisions. Yeah. He scrambles around to throw the ball. He runs just well enough, right. you know. Right. Uh, he, he just – when and what he does is he just when – when that happens, he just breaks you down defensively to where you lose all positioning. I think Ben Harmon's going to feel pretty well challenged with going oh, up sure. against Bryce Drummond. How big is the Drummond kid? How tall is he? 6'1", uh, 6'2"? Six, six, yeah. Yeah, um, I'll get for you. So he, is he's a dual threat kid. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know exactly what position. I don't know if he's being recruited as a quarterback at North Texas. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, kind of like Luke Tarman's. I think probably re- being inside. I think, he's, really a, yeah. I think he's a quarterback for Do sure. Yeah. Okay, is that him? That's him. Bryce Drummond is six four two twenty. Oh goodness yeah. gracious, six four two twenty. Looks like the kid from Jones. May. Holy smokes! You know, you know that. Of course, I I have not seen Bryce Drummond play with my own eyes, so I, right. I can't. But just you hearing those measurables, show, that reminds me of you. Remember in the mid '90s from Bristow, Brent Scott that came to OSU. Do you remember that kid in the '90s? Yeah, uh, was, Brent Scott at, at, at out of Bristow. He was like that six four and came out yeah, of a smaller yeah. school, and yeah, that, that's kind of what that reminds me. Well, of. Well, Troy Eggman was six four and came out of Henrietta. Yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, you just. And this kid, you know, we talked Did about. Did he the, graduate from Henrietta? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. He came there from California, I think he said yeah. in the eighth grade or something like that. And all I remember him saying in his 30 for 30 or whatever yeah. Doug Ruth says, he's, you got to remember, he said, I was the biggest guy on the team. I just happened to play quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His linemen were like hey guys, 150, just, 170. Just, just think one day, if you work really hard, you get to be a hen. Yeah. <laughs> a fighting hen. A fighting hen. Yeah. Fighting yeah. hen. Now, yes. you're talking about uh, the, the Iron Men, the, you, the Iron Heads. Iron Heads. Yeah. So, what is their lady basketball team called? The Lady Ironheads, or what? What, is, what would you call? I think them? we looked it up one time. I think that's what it is. Is it? Okay. I think, I think that'd be a tough that always will be from there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> you got no choice. Yeah. So the Class A State semifinal, Cashin going on the road to Pahuska, and I, I can't remember. I, th- I think Thomas might be going to Ringling. I, let me uh, let me make let me look that you up. Effort that? Yeah, I can find it here real quick. Uh, the game will be played in Thomas. Ringling at Thomas. So, so Cashin is uh, they're they're going to hit Highway seventy four to fifty one to I thirty five to Highway sixty, and then they're going to head east about what sixty miles. That's a lot of counties. That's a lot, a lot of, of counties. counties. That's a bad coin flip. Logan. <laughs> well, you got Logan Payne, That's a bad coin Kingfisher, flip. Logan Kingfisher, King Kingfisher, Logan. Yeah. Uh, Payne, uh, K County, and then what county is Osage? Osage. Yeah, but what county is Perry in? Uh, Noble. Noble, so Noble County, yeah. and then Osage County. Yeah, check check that out. Isn't that cool? That's a bad coin flip. That is a bad coin. Flip. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Who called about, that? Did the hey, coaches call hey, it? Did, did they Boy, do that over the no, phone? Boy City had to go to Thackerville again this year. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, the Osage just flips the coin and says they call cash. Hey, uh, sorry, lost coin toss. Is that how it works? Yeah. 
Need to be nice to those people down there. Both, in both of them won their district, so they're both one seeds, both undefeated. Good old coin flip. Wow. Yeah. Hey, so, I know we're getting ready to shut this down, yes. but did I love the picture that our friend Van Shea shared. I think it was Van Shea. Maybe one of his buddies of their state championship game. 35 years ago. Number one. Yeah. Number Pond one. Creek Van Shea. Yeah. 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 I bet he was fast. That's how I get to Ponca every time I drive. Fast? No. Through, oh. Oh. through Pond through, uh, Pon- Creek. Pon- Pon- Creek. I had a memory yeah. pop up a couple weeks ago when we were all heading up to uh, Hooker. Yeah. To watch the Hooker. Not heading to Hooker, head, but to head watch to the Alba, Hooker. Yeah. yeah. To watch their yeah. Yeah. By else? the way, that, the, the Metcalf kid is at OSU now. He's, yeah. a, he's a preferred walk. So and what Park, happened? And Parker that, hit a deer. That Parker night. hit yeah. a deer. That <laughs> night. I so man, you're getting your lady. So uh, I got hit by a deer. The one, the one I remember was you're gonna be here though, right? The okay, worst okay. one. There was two of them to Guyman. One oh. of them, it was raining so hard that we couldn't oh, even yes. hardly drive. And then the second one, we're about 20 miles. Is that the night? The Hell, I don't even know what direction. What direction are you driving when you're coming uh, home? That's, that's Whatever a... direction we were driving. Chris okay. goes, uh-oh. <laughs> I forgot to get gas. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. I was so... He goes, if Brian Corner doesn't have automated pumps. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. <laughs> I was so ready to leave Guyman, I forgot to fill up. That was the year that Phil promised us a pilot. No, I didn't. That no. was Evans. He went against and I said, And I said, no. He said, I got a guy that will fly us out there. And I looked at him and I said, is he a full-time pilot? He said. I well, like my full-time pilots well, like no. surgeons. Yeah, I said, I like my pilots like surgeons. Full-time, Chris. I don't want to go up in the air with a guy that flies once a month. <laughs> and then the, year, and then the next time we went to Guyman, I remember we were – just in the Kingfisher, and I got a notice that a plane had gone right, down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a picture of it. Yes, there was a they picture. Had them towed, like, towed when, I was, yeah. when I was eight years old, my dad refereed a game in Tahlequah, Northeastern Oklahoma State University, and we were in one of those little airplanes we'll where there's only one you. pilot. Yeah. I've never been in one and, of those. Oh, and no, dad those turns to me and he goes, what happens if this guy has a heart attack? <laughs> <laughs> and That's I'm not a good feeling. Old, I'm eight years old and I'm going, Ah, I don't know. Well, I said it with Evans. Evans, who's, Evans who, who, who is one of the less risk takers oh, yeah. that I know, right? And he's all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed about uh, flying the guy. And I'm like, it's worth it. You're absolutely oh, yeah, worth it. It's absolutely worth it. No, it's absolutely <laughs> not worth it. And then we got out there, and none of our, and none of our wireless equipment works. And I'm bad-mouthing there. There's an airport, like, directly west of us. And I think I made the PA guy Never mad. Never was there. Yeah. Stone Can you remember? I just want you to remember the wreck that happened out. It landed in the Balls uh, barn. Remember the airplane? Yeah, I covered that. Well, yeah, yeah. I went out there with you. It could have been us. The the they I'll never forget the time though. Back back, well, right. back in the <laughs> age. Full time pilot wouldn't have done that, Chris. That's back in the saying. age of phone lines, we were at McGinnis and we were trying all their phone lines. None of them worked. And finally, the guy goes. Well, man, the closest phone line we got is downstairs in the locker room. And this is like a mile away. Okay. <laughs> and guess who has so, a mile of cord? So Chris, Evans. Chris has a mile of cord, but just, <laughs> just typical of Chris Evans, the end of the cord doesn't have a little prong to keep it in the plug. <laughs> That's where the tape comes in. You taped her tape up. it up. Yeah. So no, we did. we're about to go on air. <laughs> National anthem. So, so 
the one that didn't have it was like at one of the junctions because he right. didn't have one long cord. He had I like think 11. he was there and they snapped it with so the weight. It's windy and it's raining. And Chris Evans is in his overcoat with this phone line above his head, put it together, and all I could picture was Doc Brown in Back to the Future. <laughs> it worked. It worked. It, literally, we got on, on the air. That was the beginning, by the way, of nothing ever working at Michigan. And it was weird because it was during the national anthem, and I'm trying to be patriotic and do the right thing, but I'm also trying to get on, on the he's, air. He's like trying to mouth. I'm like, yeah, Chris, it's dark, and you're like, you're like a half a mile away from me. I can't yeah, tell so what you're saying. Funny. Uh, There's been some moments on these road trips. Then all of a sudden you hear that high screeching. (laughs) (laughs) We got a phone line. We're good. All right. We need to get out of here. This will be a fun podcast to upload here. Nobody else has any idea what we're talking about. That's all right. It's about us. We've entertained ourselves. I don't know if else is entertained. Be sure. If you you enjoy podcasts, go to any platform, uh, podcast, where you get your podcast. Download Guthrie News page. And and all these podcasts will be here. I'll try to break it down by classes. And then also, uh, while you're there at your podcast, go ahead and download the Open Mic podcast. Uh, We haven't done one in a while. (laughs) So uh, if it's outdated, we'll we'll get back to them in a little bit. But uh, download those podcasts. We'll find all this stuff here. Um, so, but anyway, we need to get out of here. Uh, we'll, we have three football games this weekend. Should be a lot of fun at University of Central Oklahoma. And, uh, I know that they had the, you know, the, the, the press there a little bit, uh, with, with the mask and all that stuff, but, yeah. uh, UCO OSSA, it's a great partnership there yeah, and Edmond. And I know it's 20 minutes from our house. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah. I know you love it. Tulsa schools don't. No. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. So, uh, um, anyway, best of luck to your team. If, if they're still playing in football, if not, they're still playing basketball somewhere, so uh, best of luck to your teams. Can I Guys, take a sabbatical? From what? Well, I mean, Casey got to take a sabbatical. Well, yeah. I was well, get, I, you know, I that's mean, funny. So I was getting ready to say thank you for letting me back in. Oh, and I mean, it's, it was a split vote. And I, took, <laughs> I took Chris in a headlock. <laughs> All right. I was a little bit worried after I kicked you off the McGinnis game last week. I wasn't quite sure how that was going to end up. I called Chris and said, do not allow him back on. <laughs> for Casey Porter, Phil Nichols, I'm Chris Evans. We'll talk to you next time. This has been the High School Huddle presented by Generations. This has been the High School Huddle on Hot 93.7 FM. Be sure to tune in next week as we break down more of the top games and news from across the state of Oklahoma.